Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we are throwing down on a fine, wasted Wednesday, man. Got a whole bunch of NFL action to get to, setting up the NFL playoffs. Obviously, uh, raising the glass to Georgia for delivering uh, against Alabama and the CFP and getting the old chip, as they say, or the ship, as some people prefer. Either way, getting the job done, man. Hell of, hell of a job. Hell of a job. So... <laughs> What wasn't a hell of a job, and I hate to bring you in this way, Shannon, but God bless. How are the Jaguars dropping the bombs on the Colts, dude, on a win and get in game for Indianapolis? Brother, Shannon, the Twitter Terminator McGuffin, what the H-E double hockey sticks happened? You see, what what happened was, (laughs) those motherfuckers didn't show up. I know what happened was. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Come on, that, man. That was Ursay to the coaching staff. Come on, game. man. That was awful. That was awful. Shannon, I actually felt for you. I did. I mean, I don't have a whole bunch of NFL fan empathy. You know what I'm saying? I, I really don't. Because, I mean, football, there's some. I mean, there's some cruelty and fandom when it comes to football, dude. There really is. But, bro, bro, to finish that season, to finish this season that way, right? What was that tweet that Rich Eisen had? The team that nobody wanted to see in the playoffs, and now nobody will see him in the playoffs? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is, I was like, oh, oh. I mean, come on, bro. You got the fans out there protesting. You got the clown town. You got a plane flying overhead with a clown town banner. You got people dressed up. I mean, I think it was all part of the plan by Shaq Khan to get the fans to do that, to make the Colts <laughs> think it was going to be an easy game, and yet they they got their guys drummed up. But in, in all seriousness, though, in eight quarters this season, the last six, Jacksonville has dominated the Colts. The second half of the first game, Jacksonville really dominated them and quite frankly should have won that game but didn't. Uh, that was in India. It ended up being 23-17. But, you know, Jacksonville, I'm happy for Trevor Lawrence to see that kid actually have a really good game. That He's, third and goal play, where that snap was high, and he managed to bring that in, and he was, that was scrambling eight. out and hitting hitting Marvin Jones. I mean, that was a that was a badass play getting that and, touchdown. And Marvin Jones getting the feet down too. Yeah. I mean, that was just he had to yeah. he, he had to stretch up for that one, buddy. Bro, he did. Uh, Lawrence. Uh, sometimes that's the old no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> As a coach, you're. You know, that's the kid who's shooting a fadeaway three, and you're like, no, no, no. And he goes in, you're like, yes. Yes. And you said way. ball. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, and then you, you know. congratulated him on the sideline, and you go, don't ever fucking do it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unless you could do that again. Unless you do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, the first season dealing with Urban Meyer and his stupidity. and. Mm. Uh, the ball out in that last game and the build on some things. Like there's a there's a kid from Kentucky, Josh Allen, who's on the defensive line. He who's just one of the best uh, people you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no issues with Jacksonville. I just my thing is, is it, like this isn't even about having issues with Jacksonville, man. Good on them. Good on them for showing up when everybody's like 
It's a clown yeah, out trying game. to clown everybody. Right. And good, on, good on them for sh- Duval, y'all. Good on them for but, showing up. But I mean, how in the hell does Carson Wentz essentially songify himself? Wentz gonna wince. He didn't understand the assignment. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you lose a fumble, you get picked, <laughs> and it looked like there were a whole bunch of picks that could have, should have, would have been, bro. Uh huh. I mean, I mean, Jacksonville it, understood the assignment, bro. Yes, they did. How you killed this? I understood the assignment. Ridiculous. By the way, this was the seventh game that Jonathan Taylor ran for under a hundred yards. Colts zero and seven in those games. I was going to say they've lost every one, haven't they? Yep. Well. I was shocked. Uh, you know, I told you guys the stat of Wentz had eight games under 200 yards, and the Colts were actually five and three in those games. Of course, one of those games was, well, the Buffalo game where Taylor had an all-time day. but Right. Um, and the other one was the New England game where he broke off the late touchdown. But Look, man, you, you know I like to make fun of the QBR thing with the ESPN, oh, right? God. But Randy. But, but – <laughs> I, <laughs> I was waiting for the FFS. No, 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 no. That's not worthy of that. I, I agree with Justin that the QBR shit, it, it is shit. That's what it is. Right. But it's like a zero to 100 scale. All right. Go ahead. Right. 100 is good. Zero, mm-hmm. not so good. That's like the old thing with Nap- Napster, bad. Like zero, bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> bad. Right. But Carson Wentz had a QBR of 4.4. 4. 4. 4. Right, I mean, he was he was close to going. One of your favorites, old Dean, Dean Warmer, Warmer, right? Zero point zero. It was the lowest of his career, bro. So it's a 4. metric. 4. 4. 4. 4. <laughs> it's a metric of total suck for Carson Wentz, which means the inverse of the QBR, right, is the BSE. So homeboy had a ninety-five point six on the BSE meter. <laughs> He was definitely headed <laughs> that butt suck express. Let me tell you. That's wow. that's that's high level. That's high level BSC. So he not he had the lowest QBR of his career, but he had the highest BSC he's ever had. <laughs> Good luck with that, McGuffin. That was a level of incompetency. I hope you never have to see witness ever again. Man, look. Yeah, that that I mean that's look. Last week. I can't remember if we covered it or not, but like I felt like he took no reps in practice last week, and I just kind of felt like the backup Ellinger should have played in that game since Maybe. he got all the reps. Maybe. I mean, Wentz wasn't cleared until Sunday morning. I'm almost of the mindset that Frank Reich should have said, you know what, take the week off. We'll ride JT and see what happens. If we don't win, I want you fully rested for Jacksonville. But they didn't. They rushed them back. They lose. He didn't play well last week either. Uh, but I, look, man. But at at let least me, look, Carson Wentz did one positive thing. Oh lord! All right, no look, look. He got Dwayne. He got Dwayne Smooth. Right. He got that dude his sixth sack of the season. Right, and that was important because that earned that dude a two hundred fifty thousand dollars incentive bonus. Right. Oh, good on Quince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in in the post game presser, uh, Dwayne uh, said. Uh, Jokingly said that he and his wife had talked about it, and she told him not to come home that night if he didn't get that six sack. <laughs> so Carson Wentz, family man, thank you, sir, taking one for the team. Team player, man. <laughs> team player, bro. Team player. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Except he was clearly in this case he was playing for the other team accidentally. But that is very, that is very Carson Wentz. 
Yeah, Wentz has a tendency to do that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so correct me if I'm wrong. Um, what what pick are you are, are the Colts giving up for uh, Old Carson there? Uh, is it a first? It's a first. Oh, wow. Hmm. You know, you sorry, know. Sorry, last year, sorry, McGuffin. Yeah. So you remember last year when we did the podcast after the Buffalo Indy game in the playoffs, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm good with running it back another season with Rivers. Right. Like I was I was like, yeah, after this season, I'm okay running it back. I, I'm not okay running it back with Wentz next year. <laughs> but what, well, I think we what just can they do it. with him, though? What are they going to do with him? I don't know how much money they owe that dude. I mean, what do you do? Do you, do you just do you draft? Well, do, do you take a flyer? Do you draft somebody? Do you bring in Fitzpatrick? Maybe if he's available. I mean, like, what do you do? Uh, you wait till free agency and see if it just happens that a, a veteran, either on the West Coast or in the Midwest, get released. Just because you know, Shannon, there is going to be someone available for maybe a couple of picks. Just saying, come the off season. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. For a team that had seven Pro Bowlers, th- this yeah. lo- like this this performance in itself is fireable. <sighs> if you're on that coaching step, like. You you've you're you're Ooh. nine you're nine and six you're the fifth seed going into the Raiders game two weeks ago, and I, uh, look you, maybe you give them a pass for the Raiders deal. I'm not saying they should, but I mean the Raiders made the playoffs. But the I, Jaguars, bro, I know it's the Jag, I know it's the Jags, and for whatever reason, like the Dolphins, for like when the Patriots go down to Miami, weird things happen. When the Colts play the Jags on the road, weird things happen. It's a seven straight road loss against Jacksonville. Granted, that includes a London game, but still, that's ridiculous. It well, here's the thing, Justin. If it was like 26-23-26-24 hard fought game and they got you at the end, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Twenty six to eleven, where you were never even in it. And it was a garbage that, time touchdown to even get it. It was that. a garbage touchdown at the end. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that is a fireable game, and I'm not I'm not the guy that likes to fire people or wants people fired. I like Reich, I really do, and I think that whole coaching staff's good. But that kind of performance with that much on the line, and you're going against the quote unquote worst team in the league, and that's what you do. Like, I, I mean, Ursay has shown some great restraint, man, but. You're too talented. Seven Pro Bowlers. You're too talented to not win that game, or at least be competitive in that game. They were not competitive at all. No, they weren't. They weren't. Uh, I I mean, I guess, you know, if you're going to say that's a matter of preparation and coaching and and whatever, I mean, certainly it was a terrible execution. What was that line that I can't remember which Bucks coach it was? Uh, Right? Like, you know, can you tell us about the execution of your team or whatever? What about your team's execution? He goes, I'm all for I'm it. I'm all for it. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, this, this gets filed under that circular hole. Is it John failure. Robinson? No. I, I don't know. I mean, you're going way back. I was, I was, I was, I was thinking McKay, but I don't think that's right. But, yes, McKay. John right. McKay. I mean, that's that's vintage. That's old school. And that's a, that's a, lot, of, that's a lot of fail, man. I just... I don't know, it was bro. When Tampa was what zero and twenty six for a stretch. I don't know something. Yeah, something they, they, awful. they were like zero for the century for like their quite a few seasons, and then they finally won a damn game. Yeah. 
So that that's a, that's painful, man. And uh, like I said, I don't have a ton of fan empathy anymore. I, Dan Snyder and the debacle that is Washington has really hoovered all, all of my empathy for anything else like Understood. out. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But that that's a tough L. That's it, a tough. It, L. It's... And uh, you know, it, it's just during the during the course of the day, it was like. That was the game that was like the key component for so many other things to go awry. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I guess, yeah. hey, thanks for, for helping to make a dramatic finish. Look at the bright side. I mean, I was just waiting for Pittsburgh and Baltimore to tie. <laughs> that way that both Raiders and Chargers got in, you know? It's that would have like, been funny. They tried, I mean, they went to OT. I mean, Steelers, Steelers Ravens went to overtime. Raiders Chargers yeah. went to overtime. They were trying. They were trying for tying, you know. At least they tried. <laughs> oh, Looking man. at you, Colts. Uh, yeah. At least they so. tried. All right, so uh, let's wrap up the Colt the Colts deal. <laughs> I mean, they're they're stuck with Wentz next year. Come on, right? I mean, I mean that cap honestly, hits monstrous. They probably are. There, there's a boatload of cap room though. Would Would you take? Would you take Jimmy G as an upgrade? Are you gonna go all like Rams? And just trade every pick you can just to get another quarterback. <laughs> I I want to see who gets released. I want to see who gets released. I after uh, trading the, a other, first for Wentz, I'm not too keen on trading picks right. at the moment. Other than our jokes about Aaron Rodgers and Devontae, it's not happening. I but know. I, you know, r- realistically, like who do you, who would you be like? Okay, I, I we can we can do this, right? Who, who do you hope for? that you think would actually consider and go to Indy. I mean, yeah, contingent on being released. I hear you, but. Yeah, I mean, if released, of course, like my first couple of choices would be like Rodgers or Wilson from Seattle. Rodgers not happening. I know it's not going to happen. I said be realistic, McGuffin. You know who would, if he gets released, who might actually kind of fit in and be okay with that running game would be Case Keenum. Maybe Jimmy G with that run game if he gets you know released. Hey, you I don't know, know what? San Francisco's You're missing them. the most obvious choice here. Hey. It has to be Big Nick Foles, bro. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> you know it's got to be Nick Foles, brother. You know I don't it. think Reich would do that for Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine Reich would do that to Wednesday. Ursay might, but I don't think Reich would. And we let him off the hook. Dude, it's Carson Wentz's own fault, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I hear you. Donovan McNabb thinks that dude put some balls in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Bro. Like, that's <laughs> you said. Oh, oh, I mean, come on, dude. That's brutal. Then. <laughs> By the way, Shannon, <clears throat> sir, you're stuck with him at least one more year. You guys have an out after, uh, in 2023. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, here on here on the uh, Sports Brew, we love some Game of Thrones. Well, at least till the very end. But we love Peter Dinklage. But I think Carson Wentz, he got big dick Nick Foles. And I think Carson Wentz needs a new nickname. I think we need to, I think he needs to be Peter Shrinklage. Because when it ma- when it matters most, he's the, he's coming up short. It's either that or we call him Whitfield. It's one of the two. I, I'm kind of feeling Peter Shrinklage for Carson Wentz, or or Carson Wonts. You know what I mean? 
Carson, Carson Wontz. Carson, there you go. Carson I like Wontz. Carson Wontz. Peter Shrinklage is actually pretty funny, too. Yeah, Peter Shrinklage is pretty. I, I shouldn't do that to Peter Dinklage. That's that's just wrong. Yeah, that's just dirty. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is dirty. <laughs> Man. All right, Carson Wontz it is. Carson Wontz. It's yeah. either Carson Wentz or Carson Wontz, and this year it was Carson Wontz. Carson Wontz. Carson Wontz. Mm-mm. All right, well. Thanks for the memories, Indianapolis. Raise another meaningless banner. Bro, uh, I, you know, and, and it's crazy because Jonathan Taylor got the triple crown in rushing this year, and it, I feel like that's such a wasted opportunity that right. they let go. So I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I, I don't – look, Taylor had a great year for sure, cumulatively. Uh, I don't think he's MVP because because the way you know the team had to get in the playoffs exactly. i mean realistically i think rogers is the mvp I mean, you can argue about some other people but i think it's going to be aaron Rodgers. Uh, uh, i would say rogers uh brady's the other guy that you yeah. probably have to look, look the, out the, for the problem problem with brady is that is that heinous what was it did they lose nine to nothing to the saints it, it's that the, the, uh, when it, he lost to godwin yeah. and evans yeah yeah it, 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 it's just you know being shut out i don't th- i think that game that game is going to haunt him uh, not, I don't think Brady really cares about that. And yes, Brady, Brady absolutely deserves consideration. Um, but I think, I, I think this year it, it's Rogers, it, it's his to lose, in my opinion. Um, that some people might hold the vaccine thing, the immunized thing against them. Um, whether that's fair or not, you know, it did it impact, it, did it affect them a little bit on field? At least for one game, it did. But uh, I don't think that should be enough to to you know get him. So out you're of that saying equation. Brady will. Be- Will win the MVVP. Brady will win the MVVP, most valuable vaccinated person, from uh, R. Bush or whatever that dude's name was. Yeah, uh, um, and, and Rodgers Rodgers should be the MVP, I think. But uh, Taylor, I, I would say Taylor would be like this. This might be dicey because it, it might go to Cup, but kind of like your offensive player of the year. Or, that might be tough. That might be Cup. You know, getting the triple crown for re- receptions, receiving yards, and re- and receiving touchdowns—that'd be pretty hard to take that away from him. But that's kind of where I think you know may- maybe maybe there's an opportunity space there. Like I would say, like Micah Parsons, defensive rookie of the year for sure. Oh, that's handsome. Um, I would imagine you know T.J. Watt is going to be the defensive player of the year. I would think maybe not, but I w- that would be my no, guess. He is. He is. Yeah, that would be my guess. Uh, Rodgers MVP. And uh, Jamar Chase, offensive rookie of the year. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe if the Lions had figured out how good Amon Ross St. Brown was. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, 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 They'd still suck ass. I, they would. Uh, I would say, yeah, Jamar Chase. But, yeah. So that that's kind of how I'm feeling on that. And I, I think I'm glad that Taylor's in the discussion. I just – to, to kind of collapse at the end of the year that way, is t- it's already an uphill climb for running backs anyway. You know, I mean, you have to you have to just be phenomenal, and uh, I, I don't know, man. That's just that's it, a tough. It kind of makes you wonder what would have happened if Derrick Henry never got injured, because the way he was going, mm-hmm. he was probably he was definitely the clear front runner to potentially get that MVP. Yeah, isn't, isn't he still six in the league in total rushing or something? That's something like <laughs> something, something like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We'd, have, we'd have to pull up the numbers, but his numbers are still good. He I mean, he probably would have broken he if he had stayed healthy. He Maybe would have broken the single season record Maybe. this year uh, with the extra game. But would have still a good shot for sure. All right. Uh, thanks for the memories, Indianapolis. Okay, let's shift gears. Let's shift gears a little bit. And let's bring old giggity gals. Don't call it a comeback, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, man. I, I, I didn't I didn't sit down for like a quarter and a half. I was literally just up pacing back and forth, watching the game, going, I need a shot, where's my fucking liquor? It was just <laughs> insanity. Dude, I tell you, after that first half, I was worried about you at that first half, bro. <laughs> oh, I was pissed. Cause I'm like, what the fuck? This is winning. We're in. We and I can't trust the Falcons to do their damn job. No, so. no, no. If, if anytime you reduce the trust in Atlanta, you got problems. That's we that's, saw that's that's the bad, Super Bowl. That's a bad you know? deal. Uh, that's a bad deal, bro. But I mean, like it, it. It felt like it was all Rams in the first half. I mean, McVay's down there celebrating in the end zone. I mean, that was crazy. That's a mistake. He'll never um, make again. No, I'd probably not. Um, Seventeen three at the half, and uh, McVay, of course, had been forty five and oh, when leading at that, which is incredible, really. Uh, now forty five and one. But I don't know. You tell me. I mean, you, you looking back on the game as a Forty Nineers fan, I know you're happy they came back and and they got that done. Uh, clearly, I don't know what was said in that locker room at the half, um, but they lit a fire under their ass. So you tell me what made the difference, and 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 how did the, how did they pull that shit off? I think the biggest thing was the fact that they got points on the board at the end of the half. Mm-hmm. They knew they were getting the ball to start the second half, so getting something on the board, you know, getting a drive going, putting some points up there, a little bit of a confidence builder. So once they did that. Go into the second, you know, go into the locker room. like, hey, look, we're not out of this. We still have an entire half to go. You know, let's just go out there and play our game. And that's exactly what they did. And I even said it in the chat. I was like, what we really need to do is find the damn running game in the second half. And, and lo and behold, mm-hmm. they just started running the ball down their throat and they started taking over slowly but surely. Debo doing his thing, throwing touchdowns, rushing for touchdowns. <laughs> You know, a secondary guys like Jawan Jennings stepping up and making big plays when it counted the most. It's it's stuff like that. Plus, you know, the offense gets going, so the defense gets ramped up. They're starting to pressure Stafford and make you know they're getting three and outs, and it's it's all just cumul- it was all cumulative in the second half. Mm-hmm. That once they got things going, once they had that momentum, it was it was uh, I would say it was all over because it really wasn't. <laughs> I was just happy we got to uh, back to the tie. And then when I saw us going down to score again, I was like, this is great. And then, of course, you know, the uh, Ramsey pick, which was annoying, especially when you watch the replay and, you know, watching Garoppolo get slapped in the helmet and shoved to the ground, which is always usually a flag. Given how egregious some of the calls have been this year, right? I mean, it's just a surprise that they didn't throw something. But yeah, you know, point. hey, it's Kyler Murray. Let me just shove him a little bit in the back, and that's a fucking yeah. flag. You uh, know? They probably the refs probably couldn't decide what to do in that sea of red in the Rams stadium. They're probably confused. <laughs> <laughs> are we in Santa Clara or LA? <laughs> yeah. Where the hell what are sta- we? What stadium are we in? What is going on here? Nice job, Rams fans. <laughs> maybe if y'all had, <laughs> maybe if y'all had showed up for your team, your team would have showed up at the end there, bitch. <laughs> but. And they obviously, didn't understand the assignment. No, they, they understood how to make some money on the secondary market is what they understood. <laughs> obviously, sure. the frustrating thing is watching the Rams just drive down the field, score the go-ahead touchdown. I'm like, well, son of a bitch, you know, here we go. This is – and then Garoppolo just slinging it like, you know, like he's done in the past, like against the Saints and other games where he's just – Driving the team down the field like it's nothing, and we get the and we get the tie. And I was I was like, shit, 
I'll take it. I, I, and then Matt's like, that wasn't an offsides. I'm like, that's just a makeup call for the fact they missed that, <laughs> that roughing the pass. Sometimes, sometimes it does feel like they slide a little freebie, a little borderline freebie in there for somebody. Yeah, look, that, that Ramsey pick was incredible, but, uh, you know, kind of thinking back to what the second half was, man, I, I think, yeah, that was, that was a gut check second half, man. And, you know, Debo just had some just incredible moments. And, and they, they took it to the Rams, man. They just took it to them. Look, Stafford uh, looked like he pulled up Gimpy a little bit, so I don't, I don't know how hurt he may or may not be. Um, he definitely underthrew that ball in OT to OBJ. But well, as you said before, Stafford doing Stafford things. Stafford, Stafford doing Stafford things. Look, mm. I, I don't hate Matt Stafford just like I don't hate Kirk Cousins, but I just I don't believe in either one of those guys to win when it matters the most. I just don't. Um, they've never proven – to me, they haven't proven otherwise, you know. And this and that, was a really big opportunity for him to not only, you know, on top of securing the NFC West title, which they which they did anyway because of Seattle. Yeah, yeah. But knocking the Niners out would have been huge for them because it's one team they probably wouldn't want to have to face in the playoffs. I will say, man, I am super intrigued by the Cowboys and the 49ers because correct me if I'm wrong uh they haven't met in the playoffs since like the way back in like the mid late 90s right 94 and those were all and weren't those NFC championship games yep like the last ones so that's kind of a fun like old school-esque kind of kind of matchup but like if I'm Steve Young Troy Aikman era yeah, yeah yeah but all these Cowboys fans that were knob slobbing on themselves after they beat up the <laughs> Ronin out Redskins uh Ert Washington <laughs> Of course, then they you know ate it to the Cardinals, but Kyle Murray's just undefeated at his second home at <laughs> at their stadium. But I, you know, I mean, yeah, they beat the hell out of the Eagles. Yeehaw, man! I mean, they were playing a bunch of practice squatters, and you know, Garter Minshew had one nice drive and all that kind of man. Great, good, good for y'all, dude. Excuse me, but like, way too much celebrating and, and self glossing and knob slobbing for what they look like beating up on some little sisters of the poor kind of teams, right? I mean, and, would you expect anything less? No, of course not. Um, <laughs> of course not. That that's I mean, it's the Cowboys, bro. Um and I I don't hate them. I look, I like Dak, right? And uh, he set the franchise record for the most touchdowns in a season. He passed Romo for that. Uh Zeke cleared a thousand yards again. It, good on them for winning, right? Good on them for doing that. And for stat padding, but now you're playing somebody that isn't intimidated. And I mean, the 49ers can D you up. Woo! They, they can run on you. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, they better hope Micah Parsons is all upside Jimmy G. They, they better hope Micah Parsons is a one man fucking wrecking crew, dude. Um, well, let's see. The nice but, thing about Dallas's defense is the fact that they're so overly aggressive that they're not really good against the run. So. I feel like if we can get the run game going, mm-hmm. it could be just about ball control more than anything else. Just kind of wear it and run the clock down, wear that defense out so they can actually start doing play action and getting the ball to Kittle and Debo and Ayuk. So, but that's that I think that's really going to be the game plan. It's going to be try yeah. to minimize what Dak does, uh, try to see if you can't get some hits on him, it's bottle up the run and just physically beat them into submission by running the ball down their throat. I mean, it, I think that's what's going to probably happen. I, I, I would laugh so hard if, uh, you know, it, they, they just mixed in Jimmy G and 
uh, Lance, and they just went and physicaled and ran on them, <laughs> all this junk, and just knocked them right out of the playoffs. Look, I, I, I was if Dallas plays their best game, yeah, they can win. But if I'm a Cowboys fan, like I, I don't know that I'm you know knob slobbing and, and feeling all that cocky going into that because I, I don't think the 49ers are intimidated by what Dallas is. No, not you at know, all. not at all. So I don't know that they they better they better be. They better get their asses ready because I think the 49ers are going to bring it, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, Dallas is going to have to earn that dub for sure. They're not getting JV squad Eagles or Rona <laughs> butt suck Redskins. They're not getting either one of those, man. Well, and, 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 if, and if the Cardinals can whoop them up, I'm telling you. I mean, the Cardinals lost, what, four or six to finish the year, right? Yeah. If yeah. the Cardinals can whoop them up. Damn right the 49ers can whoop them up. Yeah, no kidding. Just well, saying. And you know they watch their like, oh, look, the Rams are up on them, you know, 17 nothing. When when the Rams definitely have receivers that are comparable to what Dallas has, and then Niners took over. Hmm. Now, uh, granted, it was funny as I saw the article where they were like, well, 49ers go on a 27-7 run after McVay does his celebration in the end zone with yeah. Tyler Higby. I'm like, well, I guess he'll never do that again. No, maybe not. <laughs> I like how the ref was like, what are you doing down here, bro? <laughs> Go away. <laughs> that was funny. Go to your corner. Go to your corner. <laughs> so um, this is the uh, first time the 49ers won after um, falling behind by 17 since the 2012 NFC Championship game versus the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> thanks, Thanks, Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta so, still sucking after all these still, years. Still, <laughs> they are also ninety six or ninety five point four on the BSC scale. So, right there with Carson Wentz. So I will they say should Shannon, send Carson Wentz to Atlanta. That's a match made in fail heaven. Dude. You know what? I'll do that trade, Matt Ryan for Carson Wentz. I, they, Matt I would Ryan's too. a free agent though after this year. No, are you sure about that? I mean, I'll check because I heard yeah. something about. I think you like, might. Hey, I think. I think you might want to check on that one. Uh, so I, gearing I, up, somebody said something like geared up to go after Matt Ryan, or I saw I can't remember which who was talking about it, but there's some. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say he's not a free agent. And that's more about, uh, and I could be wrong, but like I've because I've seen people chatting about trading for Matt Ryan, um, and I'm like, man, it just I, I don't think you can give up a ton. He's solid. He's solid, especially if they can uh, be like, hey, man, can you throw in Cordero Patterson too, just for good measure? Why not? We'll give you a we'll give you Carson Wentz and yeah, got, Jack Doyle. He's, yeah, he's got two years left, so technically <laughs> right, they could go. probably, yeah, they could probably get away with moving him if they if the price is right, just because they won't have to eat as much. And I'll throw in I'll, I'll throw in the rights to uh, Calvin Ridley. <laughs> I know he's not playing, so but I'll still throw in the rights to him. Look at that! That's very thoughtful of you, McGuffin. It is very thoughtful. And your next ten first round picks. <laughs> You're not well, getting I mean, that. You guys have cap room, so his his cap hit is sixteen point five million. So, well, they, they, they. I mean, the thing is, for the amount of money they have to eat with, uh, wins. <laughs> that would that's going to be a very expensive quarterback room if they did something like that. But that'd be, I, you know, I mean, Ryan's not phenomenal at this point, but. That might well, be that might but, uh, be that might be a reasonable gamble. I mean, honestly, why not? But <laughs> well, the cool you got the is, run game. Well, you got a defense. If you could find a quarterback in the draft to just kind of sit on for a year or two, 
Because yeah. I think that's what you guys really haven't really been drafting anyway. Is hey, Randy, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Last night was fabulous. <laughs> well. Well. Alrighty then. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have a story for you guys. Oh, man. Randy, finish your thought. Go ahead. Oh, you, my God. You know what's sad, by the way, is how much we loved this soundbite. I'm a man. I'm 40. And we're all much older than 40 now. <laughs> it's like crap. Yeah. Well, I mean, true. D-Stat's not there yet, but, yeah. you know. He's close. Yeah, close he's got another him. 10, 15 years to go. He'll be hey, there. I, actually, look. Look, I, I, I did a session with D-Stat before we recorded tonight uh, uh, about Gettleman and, and Judge. And this is this is a this is a un, this is D stat unfiltered on the state of the New York football giants. Such a fan of going for a quarterback sneak on third and nine. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> bro, bro. If that ever deserved a bold strategy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if anybody deserves Peter Shrinklage, it was Joe Judge for that play calling. <laughs> a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. The answer is go. no. It did not pay off for them. And they were crucified, and they deserved it. I mean, that that twat <laughs> talked about the, Washington being a clown. And look, Washington is a shit show, right? They are. But if you're going to lob insults at that organization, you better back it up with more than third and non-quarterback sneaks when you're down three points. Because that, the cowardly lion, like is like, what the fuck, bro? I mean, that was terrible. That was terrible. Peter Shrinklage, you know, the giant what? Giant turds? What did they put on the field? Giant deuce? Giant shit? I mean, awful. It certainly wasn't a buildo, but you know, <laughs> buildo. It was a broken. It was a broken buildo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> somewhere, somehow. You know, there, look, there's there's Redskins fans uh, and Giants fans that are just living in the past, and we're suffering. Uh, Mark suffering with broken dildos, and I'm suffering with a living dildo and Dan Snyder. But our our our, our the, the last vestiges of our fandom is still there. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, it, and it's painful. <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> hey, as long as they don't name the team the Groundhogs on, on no. February second, you're do good. Not, do not name them the Groundhogs. Oh no, no Groundhogs. Give me the war. I can live with the Warthogs. I don't want the Commanders. That that that. I don't know. All the all. Everybody thinks it's going to be the command. Well, not everybody. A lot of people think it's going to be the Commanders, though. So or the admirals or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Red Wolves would have been awesome. I would like the Red Wolves. They're just not paying for it. But 
I would have. I would have. I would have been okay with it. I mean, you know. I mean, y'all know some, right? Like, copyright stuff. There, uh, yeah. Well, there. I mean, look between like different schools and other teams and things like that. That's they just didn't want to get into it. Apparently. No. They, well, you know. I mean, look, they clearly don't want to pay to fix the railings at FedEx Field or the pipes, right? <laughs> so I mean, it really was just a bunch of Philly fans. Come yeah, on now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Right, so if they wouldn't, if they can't pay to maintain their own effing stadium, you think they're paying for trademark stuff? No, true story. That nobody probably wants to share any trademark stuff with that ass bag Snyder anyway. Yeah, no kidding. F that guy. And clearly, he missed our Christmas PSA. Yes. Fuck face. You know what, Randy? You got correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got off topic. What were we talking about? <laughs> Shannon was about to tell us this story after he heard some moaning. Oh, oh my God, so <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So, <laughs> hopefully that's <laughs> never mind. Go ahead, tell us the story. This is bad. Tell us, this tell is us. really bad. Okay. So, I'm in Kentucky, and we're going to. This visit. is already bad. Yes, Fuck this em. is really, really, really bad. Hmm. So, my 70 year old uncle owns his own electric company for years, and owns a few houses, and ends up taking care of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So we go, I take the kids over. We visited my other grandmother during the day because she lives two and a half hours away. So we went and visited her for a right. little bit, came back. I had some energy. I was like, look, let's just go visit little, as my kids call her, little Mima because she's under five foot tall and go visit with her for a little bit. And then we'll, we're good. We got the grandmother's visit and then we can do what we got to do tomorrow some other family to visit and then you know all that so we go over to the house um it's my uncle chuck i was like hey uncle chuck how you doing good good he's like said hi to us and then went downstairs and we sat upstairs with my grandmother and we talked with her for a while through will fortune and jeopardy because that's why she watches every right. night and has her as far as i've been alive <laughs> that's all i've ever known her to watch every night and then I guess in Kentucky, it's the CBS affiliate that gets Will Fortune and Jeopardy because here it's the ABC affiliate. But it goes to this FBI show and, you know, I'd, I'd never really watched the FBI show. So my grandmother's like, do y'all watch this? I was like, yeah, not really. And what you have to understand is my grandmother is blind Real, almost blind and very deaf. Like the TV is like on 37 and she's next to it. And it, it's really freaking loud. So we turned the TV off. And then maybe like 15 seconds later from the basement, you hear a moaning voice. I mean, like, ah, 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 ah. And, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. He's watching porn. In, in my head, I'm going, oh, shit, he's watching porn. Oh, and, what's and, in the box? And Katie's sitting next to me. She goes, what's that? And I'm, and I'm, I'm like, grabbing the remote, trying to hit the power button to turn the TV back on. And this is a TV that takes about 30 seconds to turn on after you hit the Old school, power dude. button. <laughs> And I'm sitting there going, because you see the red dot hit, 
and you see it start to power up, but you're like, this is taking too long. This is taking, and, and the entire time it's like, ah, ah, ah. And I'm just like, and I'm just sitting there just kind of like, I know she can't hear it. Like, I know my grandmother isn't hearing this, but my kids are hearing this. <laughs> and and I, I'm just, and I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, I cannot believe this is happening. And I turn the TV's back on. We finish up the visit. We go to the car. I get into the car. And of course that gets brought up. And literally looks over and says, we are never to speak of this again. (laughs) Hey, where are the white women at? (laughs) Who wants a mustache ride? (laughs) Poor Katie. She's like, you know, I I never want to see him again. (laughs) I was just like, I, I, I like my uncle has grandkids at this point. Like, bro, like, you gotta put, you gotta put on some music or something, man. Or put on some headphones. <laughs> you own your own electric company, man. Put on some headphones. <laughs> you can afford that. You own multiple houses. <laughs> like, dude. Peter Shrinkless, baby. Peter Shrinkless. Well, it may not have been Shrinkless. <laughs> no. No, but you were, uh, you were, let, let's not think you, about old man balls here. Okay? I'm just saying you were you were ready for, you were ready for him to be done. You know, <laughs> that's like you know what, I, you, what you said she was too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always love those stories where somebody is like, uh, you know, I had company to my house. I went to the bathroom to take a take, take a crap or whatever, and I was like watching some porn on my phone, and like all of a sudden I, I remembered that I was connected to the Bluetooth speaker somewhere in the house. Oh no. <laughs> And like, I just hope they're all made up story. Like, I hope they're just made up. Cause, cause, how embarrassing would it be, like, right? If Bro. you if you accidentally broadcast like born somewhere, and you got like grandma, grandpa, uh, nieces, nephews, whatever. You got family well, over your mom. You it, it was funny. I got to the house and I told my parents, and they they were dying. And my dad's like, maybe it wasn't porn. Maybe he had a friend over. I'm like. That's just worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry. on that note, yeah, what fills in? <laughs> That's not what All she right. said. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> oh man. Okay. So damn. That was cold. So look, uh, um, cold blooded. <laughs> it was a little savage, just a little the, savage. The real Peter Shrinklage. I mean, yeah. damn. Um, oh, <laughs> but <laughs> like, I'm disappointed. I mean, I'm kind of happy that the that Washington beat them, but at the same token, I'm disappointed, right? Because they were in a much better draft position, and you know, once you're not going anywhere, it's like, well, just don't suck ass, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like. This is one of those things where the Giants kind of, you know, the next GM wins a little by them losing uh, and sucking, and and yet again Washington mm-hmm. kind of moves moves you know down the draft order because they had a better strength of schedule and all this stuff. But Joe Judge was such a dumpster fire that there are reports that he texted after he got fired. He texted his coaching staff the news, like, really, bro? 
Is that how you also called the plays? Hey, man, the text hadn't come through. Uh, quarterback sneak on third and nine. Huh? <laughs> Let's just do it. It's just trash, man. Uh, I love the headlines. Big trash, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Big trash. And quite frankly, again, this is where I don't have a lot of fan empathy. I mean, I, I don't. Uh, I got a lot of friends who are Giants fans. Y'all have got to enjoy some rings along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli, you know, beating Tom Brady twice. I mean, good on y'all, right? Uh, but the, the the Giants, you know, like almost have this reputation like they're the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? From an organizational standpoint. And that's not who they are, dude. <laughs> they, it's just not. Not at this point. Not at this point. John Mayer was, was talking with the media and – Talking about, he was asked if it was the lowest moment he'd felt in association with this team. And he said, honestly, I would have to say yes. Yes, it is. I kept thinking during the season we'd hit rock bottom. And then each week, each week it got a little worse. <laughs> it sure did. I don't yeah, know I, I don't know if Danny Dimes is the answer. Um, they're probably stuck with him for a little bit longer. Uh, maybe use next year as an evaluation thing. But just a mess. And Gettleman, uh, as I said in the group chat, I, I'm, it's just a, such a shame that Gettleman is retiring because a mighty fine GM. Uh, he and he, he and Vinny Serrato could team up and just, I don't know who they should take over. Who? What team do we hate? <laughs> Here's the thing. Serrato in San Francisco wasn't but so bad. Uh, but once he left, I don't know what happened to that guy. But, I mean, Gettleman's retiring. Let's Reti- put the air quotes up Retiring. There. Yes, retiring. retiring. Yeah, they're they're retiring. All right. You got uh, a choice: retire or get yeah. fired. <laughs> retire, choice. retire, or get fired. You got to go. So, I don't know. I mean, they're struggle bussing. Uh, obviously, some fans are pissed. They had that really terrible, like I don't know, thing for Fan Appreciation Day with the medium soda. I mean, that's almost as bad as Dan Snyder's old beer. Um, a medium soda? Yeah, you had to. You had to. I think you had to scan like an email. Like the, the season ticket holders got like an email of some sort. You had to scan something to get a free medium soda. Uh, they should have just given everybody in the stadium one free medium soda. Like that's fan appreciate. I mean, really a large. What the hell, medium? Fuck out of here with that. Give them something, man. Give them some swag, man. You know Come all on. those people that that ponied up to pay those PSLs and all that bullshit. Here's a medium soda. Fuck like out of bobblehead here. Bobblehead or a signed something. helmet. Something. Yeah, something, man. Well, they may not uh, want. They may not want. <laughs> they may not want any merchandise. Uh, who knows? True. But you know, it's weird to. to I mean, look, Dan Snyder's an embarrassment, right? I'm. I'm kind of used to watch. Like the the unusual thing is when is when Washington's not a shit show, right? That that's <laughs> that right. So it's different. But you know, Mark isn't used to having to deal with with the dredges of fail. And uh, and there they are. So I mean, it's that's it's tough. That's tough. I don't I don't know. I'm curious who the next coach is going to be, uh, who the next GM is going to be, uh, and and I hope for Mark's sake they can right the ship, um, or quite frankly, maybe not. Maybe just stay you know on the suck struggle bus and full BSE with <clears throat> Washington. That Washington needs company down at the bottom of shit avenue. So. Hang out with, hang out with Washington, bro. It's fine. I mean, so when you when you look at the franchise as a whole, when we were kids, <clears throat> they had an identity: strong defense, run the football. They they lost that identity years ago, and they never refound it. Mm-mm. Even even with drafting Saquon, 
Dude can't stay healthy. Just can't like Chris McCaffrey can't stay healthy. You can't build around someone who can't stay on the field. Well, check out check out this list, man. With Gettleman retiring, here are the players making ten plus million dollars a year from the Giants: Logan Ryan making ten mil, Blake Martinez making ten and a quarter, Sterling Shepard ten and a quarter, Adoree Jackson thirteen million, James Bradbury fourteen and a half, Kenny Galladay eighteen million. Boy, they really got their money's worth out of that dude. Uh, Leonard Williams, twenty-one million. Bro, what be the a lot? Could be a lot of cuts. What the fuck was he thinking? He didn't care. He was retiring. He was probably he was probably watching porn somewhere in the room instead of actually. Uh, uh. Eighteen million. Uh, okay, there you go. Your there it is. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. And and you know fans crushed fans were crushing them in the stadium. Fans were booing them. Uh they got taken to task in in social media, of course. Uh, and it you know, it there's a part that's almost like, look, you know, I if if Mara if they were considering keeping judge uh if anything had to be like the death wish, the coach the head coaching death wish, it was being down 3 points. And doing a quarterback sneak on third and two quarterback sneaks back to back, you know, uh, and we joked around. I joked around with Mark early tonight because he said he might not be able to uh, show up tonight, and I was like, "That's fine, y'all didn't show up week eighteen. It's no big deal." Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, you're you're off doing your uh, at these stats doing a quarterback sneak off the show tonight. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Uh, way way to way to live up to the uh, Joe Judge playbook, man. Good job. So. So what would you give that entire team on the BSE meter, considering what we gave Carson Wontz earlier? Carson Wontz, Carson Wontz deserves to be the next quarterback of the New York football shrinkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shrinkers, that's terrible. Man. <laughs> you know, I, I yeah, I mean, because I, I know in years past, I've been like, good, fuck them. You know, Maricop, y'all hosed Washington with the sour cap thing and, and some other teams, so fuck y'all. Um, and I've adhered to that for a long time. And there mm-hmm. is a part, I swear to you, there's a part of me that's like, this is what you get, man, for being dicks. Y'all suck. <laughs> and it makes me happy. There's a part that makes me really happy, right? I'm like, y'all suck, man. Enjoy it, <laughs> bastards. As um, Alex Trebek would say. Yeah. Uh, as Alex Trebek. Fuck would, yeah, but uh, <laughs> yes. But when I. <laughs> Fuck them. When I'm not being a sports fandom bastard about it. Um, cause I like to laugh about that stuff, uh, but it really is amazing how, how far they've fallen. I mean, it, it really is. Uh, it's not something you would have expected. It, you know, it, lots of teams have a down year or two, but they feel like a, you know, a, an organization that is just meandering and doesn't, you know what I mean? They, they've lost their way. So Washington has been that a mess for a long time, but the Giants are are a surprise, you know they are, and and they continue to be, and they have. I mean, they had. It's not new. I mean, this has been going on for a while. You know, sometimes yeah. you sometimes you 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 force people out, or you you turn it over to new leadership, new this, new that. And look, McAdoo was. I still think they disrespected Eli. Oh, um, definitely. You know, benching that dude for Geno fucking Smith. Get the hell out of here, man. Um, F O H. That was a bad move, dude. 
you broke his streak, <clears throat> and then essentially it's just like, and you're going to disrespect him on top of it all? Yeah, no, uh-uh. No, your team wasn't going anywhere. Your team wasn't going anywhere. You should like if they had gone to the rookie that year. Yeah, that's one thing. But Geno freaking Smith, are you kidding Mm-mm. me? Mm-mm. He's no. lucky his center didn't turn around and punch him in the mouth. Be yeah. like, you owe me money, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's about right. It's about right. Where are we at on time? Oop, closing in on an hour accidentally. That was a fast hour. At least it felt this way here. We still got to get to the Chargers and the Raiders and the CFP. Holy crap. Good news is, is it's only 1230. I know. It's not bad. Yeah. I will say kudos to uh, Big Ben and the Steelers for finding a way uh, to get that done. Um, not a, not necessarily a pretty game, that is for sure. Uh, TJ Watt, of course, tying Strahan's single season record of 22 and a half sacks. Uh, got that done in the second quarter. Look, Big Ben's not what he was. I mean, that's readily apparent. But what you're hoping with that guy is maybe he has enough gas in the tank that if the Steelers look, they got they got some gloss up in his last home game, and kind of back to one of the playoffs. Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, they did. Uh, I didn't realize that, uh, or I'd forgotten that Big Ben is is nineteen and ten versus the Ravens. Uh, that includes the playoffs, and they've won eight of their last nine. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that. So, wow. but uh, you know, they clutched up. They clutched up late. You know, con- converting on fourth down and and surviving OT. You know, Big Ben kind of squeezing one past uh, Calais Campbell. I mean, that was an in the moment clutch throw. And you know it's easy to forget how damn big Campbell. I mean, that guy is he fucking enormous. Is he like six eight, Dude, six yeah, nine, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that is a that's a big man. Yeah, so he bends what six five, six six. Something I mean, like that. Ben's a big dude, and you look at Campbell, and you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah, a wingspan that's, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he went right like around his, you know, arm. I mean, it was it was a hell of a throw. Uh, if Big Ben retires, by the way, he'll be the third quarterback since nineteen. 50 to make the playoffs in his rookie season and his final season. Hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. Who are the, you said third? If Big Ben retires, mm-hmm. if this is it for him, he'll, he will be the third quarterback since 1950 to make the playoffs in his rookie season and his final season. All right. I know Dan Marino's one of Marino is one of them. Yeah, I was definitely thinking Marino. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. I, don't, I don't think Elway made it his rookie year. Did he? It's not Elway. Yeah, I didn't think so. Who who became who became a great random ass meme this past weekend? With his stash <clears throat> hanging out with RG3. Oh, Luck. Andrew Luck. Nice. Mhm. Uh-huh. That 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 dude looks fucking creepy without the beard. <laughs> he he, lo- he looks kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, he's definitely cut some weight. He's cut a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. I think his wife needs to actually feed him. <laughs> <laughs> feed that man a burger, damn it! And you're allowed to you're allowed to eat the bun, dude. Have some carbs. Well, you can have drink some beer with us. We'll get you some carbs. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, we will. Hell yeah, damn right, damn right. So, I, hey, congrats on making the college football Hall of Fame, by the way, Andrew. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I like how Big Ben was. Um, I mean, obviously, nobody in their right mind expects the Steelers to 
go in and, and handle the, the Chiefs, right? Nobody. But no. wouldn't wouldn't that be great if if he, if they had enough in the tank? If they're just gonna win one, one more, Dude. one playoff game, how amazing would it be if they took down Kansas City, regardless Dude. of what happened after that? Right. Yeah, TJ Watt just got to go beast mode and pretty yeah. much. Well, look, drop I mean, Mahomes every play. Tyreek Hill hurt his heel, so he's not right. In in warmups, no less, which was kind of strange. Yeah. So Tyreek Hill, uh, we'll see. Sometimes those heel things can kind of linger on you a little bit. But well, I'll say this: if they can cover Kelsey, they it's a twelve and a half point spread. If they can cover Kelsey, mm-hmm. there's a real opportunity there. Oh, depending on the state of Tyreek. Depending on the state of Tyreek. Correct. If he's uh, if he if he's not right, and mm-hmm. they can get someone to cover him, and they can cover Kelsey, then I give him a punch. Puncher's chance. Oh, well, of course they got a puncher's chance. Oh, side note, I love the fact that the Ravens lost after they played a tribute video for Ben Roethlisberger that showed nothing but Big Ben getting sacked and losing. <laughs> First of all, great troll job. That's funny. Great troll job. That That's hilarious. But y'all earned that L for doing that to that man. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> And, and I hate to say it, but I, I, I know it, Ben's time's up. I mean, we saw the same type of decline, rapid decline with Peyton in, in his final season too. But that was the team that had an all-world defense that got them to the promised land that yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And Peyton had a good first half versus New England mm-hmm. in that championship game where he hit two touchdowns. And yeah. I, that was about it for him, man. That first half, and they hung on for dear life in the second half. It, it just it's always a bummer to see guys we you know we've grown up watching that were superstars and watching them their decline like with Breeze and watching his arm strength just constantly decline year after year and watching Peyton just mm-hmm. his arm just died off like almost instantly it was like not even just a decline it was a just a sharp drop of him not being able to get the ball down the field or just barely well I, I think i think lindy somehow intercepted or shut down his hgh therapy chain <laughs> supply chain <laughs> <laughs> why'd you do that man like that lindy come on man you know that dude needed some hgh what the hell bro that, 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 that's just wrong man <laughs> that's wrong bro <laughs> he needs his hgh and, the, and then of course the player we thought by now would have fucking dropped off brady is just like I'm playing like I'm in my 30s. Fuck all y'all. Boris, <laughs> good lord. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and what was it? He almost had as many. Like he had 43 touchdowns. He's 44. Like I mean, that's that's really an incredible. He almost threw his age in touchdowns. That's amazing. And had he thrown and he one, led the league in passing yards. Yes, and and had had he been able to throw one against the Saints, maybe he'd be MVP. Oh, too soon. Just saying. <laughs> no, I think I think. The way Rodgers has played this year versus what we saw to Jordan Love, the the, the limited time he's been in, yeah, it's kind of hard to fat and think that uh, the no, Packers would be anything no, else but what no. they are without Rodgers. The, the drop off from Rodgers to Love is pronounced. It's pronounced, and uh, I think that organization knows it. I think Gutekunst knows it. Lafleur knows it. Look, you you can give Lafleur some dap and some gloss for you know all the wins he's gotten first three years. All the, that's fine, man. But it's a bold choice to move off of a Hall of Fame like quarterback that is still slinging it. And uh, 
look, maybe Rodgers is, is a smidge high maintenance. He's obviously much happier that they took that they listened to him, brought back, you know, Cobb, which was the right which was the right thing to do. Clearly, uh, and and we'll see what he's like in the playoff run. He should be back. I'm still a proponent. I mean, look, there's times you got to move off of a guy, and if you happen to draft someone that legit breaks through, I mean, like when Justin Herbert got a chance to play, you were like, nope, you got to st- you got to keep playing him. That's it. Yeah, you got to play him. You knew um, that kid had something, and he yeah. definitely has something. But there, there's guys that they they put him into play, and you're like, mm, nope. Like Sam Darnold, bro. The only thing he's going to be seeing ghosts of are are his paychecks because that's the end of him as a starter. Oh, <laughs> it's like for, for every Joe Burrow, there's like yeah. ten Sam Darnold. Oh, oh essentially. Easy, easy, Joe Burrow. You knew <clears throat> once Joe Burrow got to play, you watch that dude play. You're like, that dude, that dude, he's got it. He's got and then, it. And then the fact of what he did this year after coming off of ACL surgery, getting his old mm-hmm. college teammate, and then those two just lit the league lit, on fire. Lit it up. Uh, and and you know Burrow Who's, Burrow took is, a year off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Burrow just seems to have this calm coolness to him. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. He he just seems like yeah, sorry right, man, I got this. I got you this. Get a bro. few more pieces on that team, yeah. and they're 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 gonna be the next big thing for know, sure. They, they can focus on they can focus on line and defense and. They got the wide receivers, they got the running back, they got the quarterback. Let's get the rest of the pieces. Yeah. In. Well, of course with running backs, you know, you don't want to pay you don't want to pay the second contract. So we'll see what Mixon wants. But uh Lyman, Lyman, defense, offensive lineman, defensive offensive yep. lineman, man. You know, uh, build that team out. Um they have a sm- they have a short time where Burrow's contract is cheap because Burrow gonna get paid. Ace is going to get paid, too. Yeah. I mean, that might be a cheap – you know, there's a couple of cheap organizations in the NFL. The Bengals are up there, right? But, Burrow, you you won't have to pay that dude. Yep. And they they won't have a choice. Because if I was a fan of a team with a quarterback like that and they refused to pay him, I would be like, fuck y'all. It's one thing to not pay Kirk D. Cousins. You know what I mean? It's one thing not to pay that guy. It's one thing not to pay Baker Mayfield. It's one thing to not pay Carson Wontz. It's I mean. one thing to not pay Carson Wontz, you know. But Burrow, bro, mm-mm, you got to pay him. Herbert, mm-mm, you got to pay him. Mahomes, you had to pay him. You had to. Have have to. Yeah. Danny Dimes, you ain't got to pay that dude. Baker nope. Mayfield, you ain't got to pay that dude. Nope. Taylor Heineke, don't have to pay that dude. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. I'm not trying to knock Heineke. I'm just saying. I'm a, I'm a realist. No, the, the kid's got guts, man. I'm uh, yeah. impressed. I'm uh, impressed with just uh, how hard he plays every single. I'm play. a realist here, but Burrow, Herbert, you got to do it. So you have a window with the current thing, which is you know the cheap quarterback that can play and build the rest of them out. You got a you got a short window before you got to pay big time dollars. So yeah. Cincinnati better maximize that shit. Yeah, because once you have that fourth year or that fifth year option, there's also a chance they may decide to hold out until they get actually that long term contract. Only thing it's going, only thing it's doing after that point is going up. Yep, mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. You, and you don't want to do what Washington did with Cousins and like nope. do the double franchise tag because nope. that's a fucking expensive ass tag. It was. Now, in retrospect, you look at what that was, and it doesn't seem that bad compared to current contracts. But at the time, no, bold move, uh, Kirk Cousins. I tell you, if nothing else, man, you give that dude credit for betting on himself and giving a big fat F you to that organization. Because that's what he did. 
He 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 left them no choice. He wouldn't sign a long term deal. They had to franchise him until they couldn't anymore. So and then he got paid from Minnesota. So he got his money. I don't know what's going to happen to that dude. Maybe Minnesota cuts ties, and moves on. I don't know. Um, they're terrible without him, by the way. Yeah, um, they're terrible without him. And I I think that's a good squad. I think Minnesota is an, an attractive destination. I would think Miami is an attractive destination, other than that, if you don't, if you don't like me. if you don't like Tua. Uh, so I don't know who dropped it, but somebody um, was talking about Tua, and they called the Tua fans Tuanon, and I was like, "That's fucking oh, hilarious!" Fuck! I was like, "That is brilliant." I don't know who word played that out, but Tuanon <laughs> thought it was great. I thought that was great. Anyway, all right. Well, I finished my beverage. Yeah, me too. You know, I need, I need a freshie. Considering what and what we do this at o'clock, considering what I'm drinking, uh, definitely if I'm getting a freshie, it's going to be a light beer. Yeah, yeah. Well, get, <laughs> that's fine. Get a light beer. Get a freshie. Get a light beer and some water. I have a thing of water right by me. Same. Still waiting on Shannon to break out the heavy shit, but he's just like, nah. Well, I Shannon, can't. Got a big day tomorrow. So Shannon was napping last time he broke out the heavy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That nap nap clock last week was that was bold, bro. You were out. You were. You did recover. <laughs> you did recover, but your ass was out. Yeah. The I, apparently after we finished, I I was still asleep down here, and the wife was like, "Wake up, wake up!" And that started talking in gibberish, and she's like, "Go to bed," and I just got up and went to bed. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> You were you were you were hanging out in Clown Town last week while you were napping. It's okay. <laughs> you, you channeled your inner Jags fan, man. Right, right. It's fucking great. <laughs> fucking great. Fucking great. Anyway, all right. Let's let's take a quick break, and we'll come back. We'll do a salute clock. Um, we need to get the Chargers, Raiders, and the CFP. And um, I don't know how many other games are really relevant for discussion. I mean. You know, other than maybe some trend stuff, uh, but we probably ought to look at because uh, I think we hit the big ones minus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the Charger, not my not. We, well, we got Charger, yeah, Chargers and Raiders, and then mm, would have yeah. been Steelers, Raiders. We already covered that. So yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of these you don't have to drill down that far in. I yeah. mean, you yeah. know, championship Tom, game. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tom Brady got Gronk paid. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's so awesome that he did that. Yeah, Br- uh, Brady, by the way, top five thousand passing yards for the second time in his career. Uh, joins Drew Brees as the only players in NFL history with multiple five thousand yard seasons. So, finished with a career best, 5,316 yards, a buck single season record, 43 touchdown passes. And, yep, he made sure. Like, he didn't come out, man. He he made sure. He made sure he got Gronk paid. Good on him, man. That's you know his what? boy. Got to have his back. Gronk, Gronk's like, my man. Yeah, and wasn't there some, some bit where Gronk was saying, he, like, uh, he was gonna have to get a regular job if he didn't get that bonus yep. or something. Ah, I'm gonna get a real job. If yeah, I don't get this bonus. it's it's like that uh, Jags wife. Don't <laughs> yeah. come home don't, if you don't get that sack. <laughs> you don't get that sack. I don't want your sack. Get it done, son. <laughs> Damn. Get it done, that's, son. That's probably a true story. So man. yeah. So uh, we'll see. And, and, and yeah, I mean, and the Bucks, you know, being the two C was important for them because they they get they conceivably get uh are gonna you know have two home games and if if yeah. somebody happens to knock green bay out then the road travels through tampa bay yeah. so that's and i hope i hope that doesn't happen but um that was yeah because i was talking to shannon earlier and i was like so if the niners win 
beat the Cowboys, chances are they're going to Tampa. And then if they, if they happen to somehow magically drop Tampa, not Tampa, they go to Green Bay. If they, if they magically drop Green Bay, then they got to probably go to Tampa. That's a long-ass road to the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, that'd be a hell of a road to the Super Bowl. The Cowboys, the Packers, and then the Bucks. I'm not looking forward to that. I mean, it's not impossible, but I'm not, no, I'm not too worry confident on Dallas, about that. Bro. Just worry on Dallas. Yeah. Everything else will fall into place um, other than I just – if they show up in Green Bay, I, ho- I hope the Packers kick their ass. But um, <laughs> they, they play well, – y'all, y'all can beat up on y'all can beat up on everybody else. Everybody else, man. Y'all can beat up oh, on everybody you guys, else. You guys get to finally play us when we're healthy rather than beating on our fucking injured, riddled bodies yeah, for boo. a change for the past two years. Boo-hoo. <laughs> boo-hoo, Giles. Fuck Run off. down no, your throat kidding. like always. Whoa! Oh! Whoa! Damn. Oh man, down your throat like always. Whoa. <laughs> Golly. That would be, be a fun game to watch together. Oh my god. <laughs> it could be. Could be. You know, it, it it'd be extra great. Who who did TO say he wanted to come back and play for? Was it the Bucks? Was that was that TO that said he'd come? Oh, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. Although look, 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 Tampa, Tampa Bay got to handle business against Philadelphia first. Um, we're talking that about run that, game will definitely yeah, potentially. Get I mean, here we are t- laughing about the 49ers in Dallas, but look, you you can't sleep on Philadelphia. I'm not saying Philadelphia is like a great team or anything, but they're going to play hard, right? And they're going to play hard, and that team can run like a motherfucker. Now you can't trust any particular one running back they got, but they have a good they have a good line. And they can run the damn ball. Okay? I will say this. Indianapolis missed Nick Sirianni this year. Yes. Um, and this will be uh, a game with the NFL passing yards leader, the Bucks versus the rushing yard leader, uh, the team with the most rushing yards, the Eagles. That'll be the fourth time it happened since the merger. Now, the last time it happened was 1996. It was the Jaguars and the Broncos. Passing won that game. Yep. Yeah. Jags won that. They were the passing leader. Right. But uh, look, you don't don't underestimate the Eagles, man. Uh, they're they're gonna play hard. They're gonna ball out, and you know if they could if they can run on Tampa Bay, man, Tampa Bay might have their hands full. So let's go see what Tampa the number one run defense though. I don't I don't we'd, we'd have to pull stats for where they finished. I think they were, but let me just I'll check. Yeah, I know yeah. when they played Indy, they were a top. So yeah, unless they fell off the last few weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know Vita Vea got paid, so... <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. I mean, Drinks it, on him. Look, would you expect Tampa Bay to win that game? The answer is yes. It's Tom Brady. Of course you'd expect them to win. Is Tom, Tom Brady, Brady in the playoffs? It's Tom, playoffs? Playoffs! Yeah. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom, Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yes, Tom Brady. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yes. <laughs> so Just hope we can uh, win the game. I know. But I, I'm just saying, man, don't don't uh, don't underestimate how feisty the Eagles might be. So if they can get a couple of turnovers or just keep the game low scoring and ball control them, well, might not be as easy for Tampa as some people might think. So very true. You know, just saying, like weird shit happens in the playoffs when teams can play D and they can run. This is very very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Without a shadow of a doubt. That's why they say, you know, offense win your games, but defense will win your championships. Just ask Georgia. 
row, 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 row. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That that defense was. <laughs> Woo. Ooh, that dude. That dude looked fast, bro. Dude, that dude. Ferocious. Man. Anyway, all right. Let's take a break. I need a freshie. Let's take a break. Man. We'll come back and we'll we'll plow through what we got to do and then wrap up and peace out. Uh, as always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on all kinds of podcast services. Our home feed is on Podbean, certainly on iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Play, all kinds of crap, man. Um, I think I set up the feed on Amazon. I'm pretty sure it should be there. Uh, either way, all kinds of stuff, man. If you enjoy beers, you enjoy brews, and you enjoy people roasting each other, I just know tomorrow you should have fun with us. <laughs> you'd think. Maybe not, but you'd think. Anyway, uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back in, the, uh, in a couple of minutes, y'all. But all you know is it's a three-second pause. That's it. <laughs> but for us, yeah, time for a freshie. Time to drain the bladder, reload, and get back on it. Be right back. Okay, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. <laughs> but we're back. And we need to do a salute o'clock. But I was just outside, man, like <laughs> browsing like right Facebook for random headlines. Because, you know, I love these things. And, you know, it, in a way, Shannon, I know you mentioned, because uh, I, I came back chuckling, and you're like, oh, no, what did Justin find? <laughs> and we're, we're laughing about Double Dog, right? You know, oh, that's once in a lifetime. Well, you know, twice, <laughs> twice in a lifetime for her. We were right about that. But he, here's the thing. This, this almost is Double Dog-esque, but not in the way that you think. So this is the headline. Okay. Norway's military is facing. Well, this is the the title. This is from the Washington Post. Uh, military conscripts in Norway will be given used underwear amid COVID-induced supply chain crisis. That's the headline. Norway's military is facing a supply shortage that is particularly personal. New recruits are being asked to wear previously used undergarments, including socks, bras, and underwear. Returned by conscripts after they complete their service. Yo, not the double dong you want. <laughs> right? All I'm saying is, Shannon, I got to ask. Is the Norwegian military, like, is that an actual, you're going <laughs> to you're gonna get issued <laughs> semen stains? We'll get issued semen stains? Bro, I'm, I'm just, just saying, bro. if I'm in the military and that's the issue, <laughs> I'm, I'm going commando. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah. Come on, <laughs> that, man. Come on, nah. man. That, that that's a no for me, dog. That nah, dude. Hey, hey, hey Shannon, <laughs> sir. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. You can't be nah. issuing those people some used underwear, man. Commando, bro. <laughs> I would say, what were they thinking? Clearly, they fucking weren't. <laughs> I mean, can we throw that stuff into a washer and dryer first? I mean, I would, I would, I would, I would hope so. I mean, me too. Like, if I'm in that, Jesus Christ, if I'm in that military, I'm like, can can we just make sure that this gets like double and triple washed first? <laughs> hey, wait a second. What what does this underwear smell like? Great ass. <laughs> I think Sam Jackson has something to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened in this pair of underwear? Shout out to my new friend! <laughs> oh, no! Oh, God. Oh. Yo, yo.
Yo, so this you just made me think of boot camp here. Okay. So I, I got a fun boot camp story. So <laughs> um Is there ever so, really a fun boot camp story? Bro. So apparently so you stencil when you get to boot camp, you stencil all your clothing. So that your name, last or your social are on your all your clothing, including your underwear, your socks. No mix-ups. No mix-ups. No mix-ups. No mix-ups. Because when they do laundry, it's all done together. So, bro, when that laundry comes back and and it's it's underwear and you looking, you pull up. All right, so Martinez, blah 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 blah. Here, and then you you pull them underwear up, and bro, there are some shit stains still on there. <laughs> You're just like. Dude, what did you have this day? <laughs> you're like just razzing each other. You're like, look at this. You know, like just holding up drawers. Like, he's, he's yeah, everybody. Look he, at the streaks on Private Johnson's <laughs> underwear. Here. He's going streaking. Oh, dude, man. We, we just, we just killed oh, each other on that. But. Yeah, that, that that's boot camp for you, but God, man, I, I can't imagine. Man, look, look, all I'm saying, if you if, if they're freshly laundered and freshly issued, and they're still going streaking, yo, it's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> you, <laughs> you can't triple wash that stuff out of there, nah, dude. Nah. The Norwegian, get some, some oxy clean. Get some oxy clean. Let's go, dude. The, the Norwegian military and the New York Football Giants. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It's like when you go oh. to the beach, crabs, man. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. And here I'm making like, hey, man, I got an itch down here. What? Where? Whose words these before mine? You know, it's you got an itch those so belong private, to you can Carson. Only your doctor. They belong to Carson Wont and Peter <laughs> and Peter Strickland. <laughs> <laughs> There was a whole bunch of Peter Dinklage in this pair of underwear. What's going on, man? That's too much, man. Get them people some fresh draws, man. What the hell? Come on, man. <laughs> Do a GoFundMe. I don't know, something. Something. <laughs> Ask for Put no it on the country credit card or something, you know. <laughs> Military in need of fresh underwear. You know, we... <laughs> We need yeah. fresh, tidy white. Trump up the taxes. You know, do something. Cunts. Well, if they're used underwear. Lots of cunts. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's heinous, man. That is heinous, heinous. Hey, that's heinous, anus. <laughs> Bro, that that that's a that's a keeper. Heinous, anus. Heinous, anus. Uh, the joke writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why? Why does this look like it's got some taint stains in this thing? <laughs> because it does. <laughs> because it does. It is not Valentine's Day. It's not chocolate. Oh, oh crap! Exactly. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. <laughs> Dance how you killed this. I understood the assignment. No, you didn't. Fresh you really underwear. Didn't. Fresh, fresh underwear is the assignment. Bro, because you could tell when that streak's there. Bleach, bleach. They definitely let it go in that underwear. Yeah. Oh no. Accurate. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So let's well, shift. As long as no one Don't you short me on that one. 
as long as someone shook something off in that underwear. Oh you're my good. god! <laughs> well, Shannon's already established that they let it go in that underwear. <laughs> Or depending on what they ate, they let it blow in that underwear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what, though? The good news is, is that gas out of that ass was able to break free. Oh, my God. Oh, you, you would. I would. You would. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> But you I, know what, Justin? Just what? in honor of you, in honor of you, I bet that army wishes they could dream a dream that they could have fresh underwear. <laughs> you know, we haven't busted that one out in a while, so I'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Unless Justin doesn't have it loaded up and ready to go. Well, you know. <laughs> I stand. Corrected. I mean, if you're reduced to dreaming a dream of clean underwear, like that's that's a tough spot to be. You know what I'm saying? That, that yeah, that, that's a tough spot, man. But yeah, that that might be commando and thong song time. I mean, it might make for a hell of a calendar because clear, clear, clearly, Are they commando. <laughs> clearly, they need a fundraiser. You know what I'm saying? Lord. Shannon, doing the morning run in a thong? I wonder how that would work out for these guys. <laughs> yeah, the Chuck Rub is real. That that sounds like balls on parade. I don't know about bulls on parade. That's balls on parade, baby. <laughs> oh, the chafing would be legendary. Oh, oh my God. The chafing. Oh, I was just getting ready to say the same thing, Randy. The man, chafing. You, you know, dude. though, it, it previously used undergarments, man. I mean, that's that's full-on screech around, and... Uh, Bro. I don't... <laughs> that screech around, like, <laughs> Hall of Fame screech around worthy. <clears throat> that was. <clears throat> Here's a dedication for McGuffin. I'm surprised you didn't pull this up, because you know those second-hand underwear, that second-hand, second-hand undergarments, draws, they've been used for a while, so it has been a while, so you know. Stained oh, is up in the house. Stained, yes. You know and that. Appropriately named band, by the yeah, way. Yeah, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know what? And in the dedication to Britney Spears, use those underwear one more time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Well done. Yeah. Maybe it's a bonding experience. You know? Like, why not? I mean. That's something. That's something. Well, it sure Gross. doesn't feel like the first time. That's for damn sure. <laughs> all those streaks. Somebody was pushing it. That's all I'm saying. What would be worse, however... Is any dedication to you too? Just saying. Oh no! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, Steven Stains, I think we found your draws. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god, dude! Uh, this is terrible.
I mean, I guess as long as there's no used pads and tampons, I guess they're okay. Uh, I don't know. With streaks like that, clearly those dingleberries were hanging tough. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, my You God. can't blame it on the rain. How'd you know that song was was conveniently located? They're <laughs> hanging tough. How'd you know that? Well played, <laughs> sir. Yeah. And that's when you hope they bleach it, so all the stains are dun 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 invisible. Oh. <laughs> Wait, Matt's gonna make an appearance on the fourth now? <laughs> oh my god! Just don't blacklight those things, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. It looked like a Jackson Pollock painting. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. You, you know who we need? I, I will say this. You know who we need to, to oh, send over God. there for that army? Who? To represent the United States. Jackson Mahomes. Oh, by yeah. all means. I love that uh, somebody, Randy, I know you shared the article. I don't uh, know if it was some, somebody that it was tweeted. a Miami beat writer. <laughs> Speaking of used Roger underwear. <laughs> yeah, he walked up to Roger Goodell and was like, can we just ban him from all stadiums? <laughs> I would be good with that. I would be too. I would absolutely be good with that. Uh, somebody, uh, I know um, uh, some Broncos fan was giving him grief, calling him Mahomo, which didn't go over very well. But, dude, stop going to the sidelines, man. Just go away. Go away. Everybody Aren't you the sweet, man. Learn your lesson. Fans are assholes, especially when they've been drinking. Yes. Oh, absolutely. No, fans are just assholes, period. Oh, uh, that's also true, but they're extra assholes. When, when they've been drinking. When they've been yeah. drinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you two have experienced enough in the stands to know just how bad oh they can get. Oh, my God. Dude. It's, I mean... I, like I told you guys, I went to the Kentucky game in September, and it was borderline then. Like, there were some guys there. I was just like, this is why I just – I enjoyed the game. Don't get me wrong. Right. Like, the, there were some people around. I was just like, dude, really? Yeah. Because I, I we were talking to a couple of Missouri fans after the game, and I was just like, I, I feel bad for how y'all were treated because it was just bad. Yeah. <laughs> nice people, but – you know, like you're just there to cheer on your team, not be a fucking cunt. Mm. It wasn't Christmas, but. Well, just because it isn't Christmas doesn't mean you should be a cunt, you know? That's a true story. That, that is a true story. That is a true story. Uh, look, a PSA for the Norwegian military. Used underwear. Give it away. <laughs> Donate it to a homeless shelter. That don't, is an excellent PSA. Don't don't give it to new recruits, man. Just saying. And if you do, wash it thoroughly so they personally don't have chariots of fire. <laughs> Depending on what's living in those draws. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Because there's something you and, don't want to give away. And if mm. you are in the army and, and you start to feel a burning sensation, just remember, you didn't start the fire. I had I had that song in the queue, bro. <laughs> Did you know that? Right I, there, man. My man. And in that in that case, it's accurate. 
just blame Whitfield. <laughs> or, or blame Canada, you know. We or, or blame Canada. Also true. Yeah. Used, um, used, under, used underwear. Bro, I, I didn't realize Norway had to go JG Wentworth. It said it's used underwear 877 ass now. Come on, man. <laughs> a- and you need drawers now. <laughs> 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 Here you go. Do it, Randy. Wait a second. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Eight seven seven drawers now. It's your money. Use it when you need it. And buy some That's fresh right. underwear. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that syncs up because I know there's like a delay. It won't. I know it won't. Eight seven seven ass now. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, that is the, that is the wrong hotline to be calling. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, apparently okay. my uncle calls that hotline. But... <laughs> True story. True story. You know, you know, no the the uh, Norwegian army is not outcasts they are not fresh and clean no 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 uh we need i don't have that song pulled up it, it, so it's fun i know that uh, was a that that was way outside the box that, well if depending on who was in those underwear that was also way outside that box <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn. Do, do you think do you think bob saget would approve this segment I'm yes just, he I'm would just, absolutely <laughs> love this, this segment. Is the joke that never ends. <laughs> oh man I was shocked as hell when Matt posted that in the chat. I was like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me, uh, dude!" Yeah, no, it's it's been a it's been a tough couple of weeks, man. Uh, what was he sixty five? Yeah, I mean, it's young. not. It's, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, young enough that you wouldn't have expected it. And the last thing I saw was that he just uh, died in his sleep. So, which is the way we all really want to go. Yes, so, not well, a, other than tra- a hot tra- nurse not a, sitting on your face. Well, well yeah. that too. But you know. <laughs> look, we've all accepted we're going to be the dirty old men in a nursing home. It's just it's mm. going to happen. What was the name of that chick that was in the Mandalorian that had had the had the killer thighs? Um, they got in trouble on Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's probably some people that that were dreaming they were getting crushed by. Uh, her thighs and piecing out that way. Look, Saget was tremendous, man. And I, I love all the uh, stuff where uh, people are like, um, and I sent one out because I, I like to do memes with my work, e- work emails. I always send like random stuff out because it, it makes people read my emails, uh, which sounds goofy, but they look forward to crap that I send because I send boring technical stuff. And so I slip goofiness in there. It's a tactic and it is effective. But uh, one of the ones was like, you know, kids that they don't understand what it was like. You had, you had to wait for Bob Saget to essentially host YouTube. And you'd watch it for 30 minutes, and it was like cat videos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's a whole different yeah. thing. Thinking back to America's Funniest Home Videos and 
obviously, I think a lot of people really identify with with him on Full House, and there's a lot more to him than that. Um, And I think some people that aren't familiar with his stand-up and some of his other stuff are probably in for some, like, whoa kind of Mm. moments. But Oh, he is a dirty bastard. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, so many great stories have come out, obviously, uh, posthumously here, but um, his impact is clearly widespread and yeah, I mean, it's just it, that's a real bitter end for somebody that you go, God, he had a lot of life left to lead. You know, people were were very sad about Betty White, but I mean, Betty White was ninety nine, dude, hell of a life. You know, um, sixty five doesn't feel old enough. You know, not anymore. No, not anymore. Particularly for somebody that appeared to be in good health. Yeah, he had he had COVID, etc. Um, so anyway, uh, l- let's kick off our salute clock. Let's raise a glass to Bob Saget. Uh, and his honor and his memory. And um, yeah, let's do that. So I'm enjoying a Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA, which I got to tell you, man, uh, this beer is way, is way too smooth for a non-percenter. Uh, I mean, I start hanging out and drinking these things. All of a sudden, I've had four or five. I mean, it is like, these things are dangerous, dude, but they're good. They're good. I was going to go to Total Wine. Uh, but on my lunch break, I, I picked up a little bit of lunch and I, I ran into Publix because I had to get some coffee creamer. And I was like, "Oh, hey, Voodoo Ranger, twelve pack. How you hey. doing?" And so I How picked it up. Doing? How you, you doing? But they go down. They go down way too easy. I mean, and that's a uh, Shannon. That's I can't... what you said about a bunch of your ex girlfriends. Yeah. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That that's a virtual high five mm-hmm. right there. Bro. <laughs> as long as Schmoyer's not listening. No, she's not. She's <laughs> asleep. We'd all be murdered in our sleep if they ever listened to our yeah. podcast. That, that's, a true, that's a true story. What happened yeah. to shit? Oh, he she listened. Oh shit. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Womp womp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hardly knew you. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Party of one. That was a full house for her, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anywho, uh, so I've got, I've got the, uh, the the Voodoo Ranger, and I'm also enjoying my second uh, Jack and Coke. Although I, I finished off my big old bottle of Jack Daniels, so I splashed in. I always have like I, have, I shouldn't say I always, but I have like a travel bottle in case I need like some liquor somewhere. And so I, I don't remember if that is Jack Daniels or Hundo Captain. So this is either all Jack Daniels or it's Jack Daniels plus some Hundo Captain on top and some Coke. One of the two. Either way, either well, this is water. Damn, that's the wrong cup. Uh, so that must mean it's probably the Hundo Captain. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that tells you how much he's had to drink because he mistook water for liquor. Well, I hadn't taken a sip yet. I just raised it. I just raised. I, I raised a really big glass, and I'm like, wait, that's wait, that, that's that's a lot. Also, that's what she said. Just saying. Mm. <laughs> ah, Man, anyway, could, you know. <laughs> so mighty, mighty delicious, mighty delicious. Uh, Shannon, what you got, brother? Dude, I'm rocking with a Great Lakes Brewing Christmas Ale tonight. Nice. Mm, Cheers. Good stuff. Is that the only flavor you've been savoring this fine evening, sir? Nah, I finished off the rest of my Oktoberfest. So between the Great Lakes Oktoberfest. Um, Legend Oktoberfest and uh, Devil's Backbone O Fest. Good stuff. 
Yeah, just you know, cleaning out the fridge. Randy, what uh, you, Randy, yeah, what so you got, bro? I was gonna say at least it wasn't some of that Hardywoods or their Oktoberfest this past year. This October beer, oh, whatever the hell that it was. was that terrible. So I went uh, first session with Heavy, a little uh, Shut the Fuck Up, a.k.a. STFU from uh, Center of the Universe. Quality. Uh, yeah, and uh, obviously now that uh, I need something a little light, something tasty, and I'm doing it with something with uh, from uh, Dancing Kilt. Hey! I got I got uh, some of the Ursa here, and this, this shit is fucking delicious. A little chocolate cherry. I just took his, I'm like, this is not hey. just a stout. Holy shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Definitely worth a try. Well, there you go. Good. Sounds like a success. So, look. Bob Saget. Again, raising a glass mm-hmm. to you, your honor, and your memory. Thanks for all the laughs. And uh, thanks for being part of... Again, I'm you know, I'm in my mid-40s, so uh, he certainly represented a, a lot of, you know, uh, different periods and chapters of my life. He's been there, so gone too soon. I appreciate all the love that people have given him on social media, and you can sense the impact as a person. Yeah, sure, you can talk about him as an actor, but I think what's what's far more salient and, and impactful, really meaningful, um, is upset, hurt, moved. I, I don't know how you want to define it, but just how many people are like, opening up and being like oh my god you know what this dude meant to me and how great he was and sure some of the the comedy was like dirty and foul and all that stuff but what what an incredible person so the it's been bittersweet obviously because you love hearing those stories and it's a shame that it took his passing to hear some of those stories you know but it's tremendous to see just the outpouring um that people yeah. have had for Saget. So that that part's cool. It's an unfortunate scenar- situation, obviously, but it, it's great to hear those stories. Just an yeah. unfortunate situation to be able to hear them. But rest in peace, friend. Rest in peace. And, you know, it's, he's kind of run the gamut a little bit. Like, you've got, of course, you got the Full House cast mm-hmm. who have sent theirs. And then if you watched his roast a number of years ago on comedy central a lot of those uh folks there but like even like steve harvey who i never would have thought those two would have hung out and he seemed steve harvey was like yeah a couple days before he passed sent me an email and they hung out and like i was just you know he he was just really well connected and yeah um just such diverse friends and it's and everyone's all always said good things about him and yeah you know, e- e- even like comedy wise, they would be like, yeah, he was funny, but like he was always like checking on us just to make sure we were good and things like that. So that, that's that's a shame. But, you know, the OG American Funniest Home Videos host and oh man, OG dad and, you know, he went through his dirty comic and then, of course, they did the reboot of Full Full well, Fuller House, I guess. Which I haven't, I haven't watched any of those. My, my kids loved that when, yeah. when they did the, the reboot. Four or five seasons. They loved it. Um, of course, he would make appearances and they were, they were actually like shocked when they saw he died. They were like, what? <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, that's that, that one, that, that's, a, that's a shocker. Yeah. 
Rest in peace, Bob. Rest in peace. Salute. Yeah, I remember a couple times, like, you know, growing up, watching Full House as a kid, watching, you know, America's Funniest Home Videos, which obviously, you know, man getting hit in the nuts with a wiffle ball bat or some shit like that was always a highlight on those. Because you, as a kid, you're laughing at it, like, ha, 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 until it happens to you. Yeah, yeah, until you're the adult. (laughs) But I think one of the most shocking things is watching Entourage and seeing him on that. And like his, like him bringing his true personality out for the first time, you're going, "Holy shit, this guy's <laughs> a freaking! Oh, what the holy hell! This is amazing! I never knew he was like this. This is great." <laughs> so it's, it's 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 hard. It's definitely hard. Obviously, you know, for us, we're getting to that point now where uh, people we grew up on they're passing, and and it sucks. Uh, obviously, you would. Uh, you know, with Betty White, you know, obviously not all of us as kids watch Golden Girls, but my grandmother, that was like one of her favorite shows. So I actually watched that with her all the time. Yeah. So it's like these these things just have an impact on you. Mm-hmm. And when you see the stuff like America's Dad, it's true. Because back then when Full House was out, he really was America's dad. It's hard to wrap your head around. It's not like, I don't know, like for, I know Cindy Poitier actually passed too. While mm-hmm. Recently, yeah. And the first African American to win an Oscar for the best actor, and it's just an incredible actor. Yeah, he was amazing, Uh, but it's just damn trifecta. Why does it always have to be the damn pair of the three? You know that that that, that shit sucks. It's been a tough run the past couple of weeks, man. It's been it's been a tough run. Although but, I, God bless, I would imagine if you could get a session with Betty White and Bob Saget, it could be righteously fantastic. Oh, that would be amazing! <laughs> like, right? A think, riot. Think about how with her, with her just comedic sense and ability to ad lib, and and having that that you know, I mean, again, that's a long life, but to have like Dirty Grandma and Bob Saget would that would have been oh, fucking dude. fantastic. <laughs> I, I can uh, see it now. God's pissing his pants right now. He's laughing so hard up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that's tough. Uh, but I'm definitely gonna have to dig up um, some stand up material and appreciate that. I've got. I feel like I have this growing list of things that keep in, keep infringing upon my ability to ever get to Fargo. I'm very sorry, Mark. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I'm not. One day I'll get to Fargo. God, at this rate, if I ever get to Fargo, I'm probably going to die on that damn day. So maybe I shouldn't get to Fargo. Oh, damn. No. I'm just saying. Gonna be like, he's kicked back in bed. He's at that nursing home. He's like, oh, I will, nice nurse. I'll, I'll, be like, I'll be like 100. I'll be like, I can finally watch Fargo. Ugh. <laughs> and I'll just peace, I'll just the peace out. The credits start to roll, and he's just going to fall asleep. Yeah, that's it. And... That's all she wrote. The captain has gone oot in a boot. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Don't you know? Don't you know? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, all right, let's shift gears. We've got a couple things to get to. Raiders, Chargers. uh, Look, man, we could talk about some particulars in the middle of that game, but really, at the end of the day, you go from a situation where the Raiders go up 10, the Chargers come back to make it 14 to 10. You have some scenarios in that game, and I think it's important because we are going to talk about this timeout. Uh, But do understand this. The Chargers' defense... Uh, they let Jalen Richard pick up a, a first down on the third and twenty three on a damn draw play. Yep. All right. Can't that, do it. That's How awful. Do you fuck that up. That he was the first player to pick up a first down of that length on a draw play in like over a decade. That's a rare degree of fail. Okay. 
I didn't like, I will say I did not like, late second quarter, Carr was throwing a deep ball to Zay Jones. It was incomplete. I did not like that defensive P.I. call because that ball was uncatchable as shit, and it felt more like the, like their feet got tangled. Um, well, and it looked like the dude flopped. It, it really kind of did. When you look at the slow motion replay and mm-hmm. you see him just kind of touch him and bump into him, it looked like he was like, oh, my God, someone just shot me. And he threw his arms up and flopped to the ground. Like I was like, really? How do yeah. you call that pass interference? I, well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, if if you're if you're that receiver, what do you have to lose? No, it, it worked out. I mean, it worked out. Right. Because I mean, it's it's a bullshit it, call regardless. It, I don't like the call. I don't like the call. Uncatchable ball, right? Felt like they tangled their feet. Worst case, a whole five-yard penalty. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, I would have been okay. I would have been far less annoyed if it was a defensive hold. No. That, that felt like a lot of reward for a terrible, terrible throw. Mm-hmm. They stuck him at the one. Of course, Josh Jacobs gets that damn thing in there. Um, and this is right after that third and 23. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... And then, you know, you think of uh, in the third quarter, Eckler can't pick up a third and one from the Chargers 18, but they don't punt the damn ball. They they run it again with Eckler, and they get stuffed. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, the Chargers held the Raiders to a field goal. I don't love that decision. That, to me, was a mistake. You're in your 18, dude. Punt the punt fucking the ball. ball. Punt the ball, bro. Um, I don't know what the hell the analytics analytics were telling him, um, but that was a shit decision. So mm-hmm. bad idea. And uh, look, here's the thing, man. I, obviously, some of this is 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 flavored by the late game heroics of Herbert, of which there were many. But wh- why are you gonna run it back to back, man? You know, it's fine if you ran it with Eckler on third and one, but why are you taking out of Herbert's hands on fourth down? First of all, you shouldn't have gone for it there. Number right. one, but if you're gonna do that, why are you running it again when they just stuffed you? Bad idea. That I, I didn't like that. Uh, fourth quarter is 26 to 14. Uh, Raiders, you know Herbert throws a pick and they end up getting a field. It's 29 to 14, dude. And you know you got five minutes to go in this game, and the Chargers just fucking wake up, ball out. I mean, whatever. I don't know how you want to describe it. Uh, lots of ways to do so, uh, but they just start converting, man, and they're moving the ball. I mean, it, it's obviously go time. I have never seen so many fourth downs converted on no, a drive. It, it was, oh, no, it, it was crazy, dude. I mean, they, they fourth and 21, touchdown, two-point conversion to Eckler, 29-22. Car gets stripped. Chargers get the – I will say this, man. I cannot believe that that dude uh, – was that Bosa that stripped Carr? Um, Both said it stripped them, but I don't know who the it lineman was. It was, was, on it the was Justin Jones, man, and that that ball was right there for the taking, and he dove on it, and he just couldn't bring it in. It was unbelievable because it would have stuck the Chargers up in the red zone, but they ended up holding them. Yeah, Raiders got the ball back, but the Raiders punted. So it's one of those things. It's like Chargers bailed themselves out of it, but I, I just can't believe they weren't able to recover that fucking fumble. It was right there, too. It was right there. I mean, he, he jumped on it. He was on it. Ridiculous. Uh, but it, Randy, uh, you're right. It was, it was a completely obscene fourth down conversion party. It was Keenan Allen. It was Jared Cook. Well, there was defensive holding on that one. But Mike Williams, 
a completely ridiculous Guyton catch from the sideline that was initially ruled out of bounds. That was an amazing catch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but then ruled a catch on review. Uh, there was the Mike Williams catch that they said was short. And then, and then they, I think they challenged that one, uh, if, if memory serves correctly. And they, they had to review that to see when the defender actually touched him. Yeah. Uh, that ended up being a first down. I mean, it, it, it was ridiculous. I cannot, I do not remember a game ever with so many clutch fourth down conversions, particularly like grouped all together. It's one thing to have one here, one there, one here, one there. But I mean, it felt like that drive was all about fourth down conversion and fourth down mm -hmm. heroics. It was ridiculous. But Guyton's catch was incredible. Yeah, I remember <clears throat> saying in the put in the chat, I was like, this is what football is about. This is what football should be. Mm -hmm. Just two teams leaving all on the field, playing their all hearts out. All of it. And just because it was winning you're in. And that's, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Unless you're Brandon Staley and fuck up a well, yeah, but Well, it's also tying your end. Yeah. yeah. See, that's, here's the thing, man. It's four seconds left. Herbert hits Mike Williams for the touchdown. They go for an extra point instead of the two-point conversion. All right, 29-29. You go to OT. Raiders get the field goal, 32-29. Charges, of course, more fourth down conversions. Hopkins boots a 41-yard field goal, 32-32. All right, this has been an incredible comeback, a hell of a game. You're in OT. The, the Raiders, they have a couple of – look, Carr has a great throw to get them to midfield, right? And you're like, oh, shit, what's going on? I swear to God, I'm watching this game, and I'm like, all right. Incredible throw. There you are. You can set this up. They have some relatively unproductive handoffs, yep. right? It's around a two-minute warning. First down, loss of one. Nobody calls timeout. Nope. Second down at about 119. Let's just say right around 120. Chargers don't call. T Nobody calls timeout. Nope. So I think back to... Remember the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl? Exactly. Yep. And it's yep. like, and Belichick doesn't call a timeout. Yep. He puts it on Seattle. He said, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you do. And this is my issue with Staley. He took that off of the Raiders and he put it on himself. Yep. Right? Because clearly it felt to me like the Raiders said, we're at peace with, like, it, like maybe they win anyway, right? Maybe they win anyway, but right. they went after they got that first, after they got that, that first down throw, it felt like they went, they, they got decidedly more conservative with their play calling and they're on the outskirts of a very long field goal. They don't have a productive first down run. Time is ticking. Nobody's calling timeout. So to me, I'm like. They're okay if this is a tie. They yeah, want to win. They want to win, but they're okay if it's a tie. They're within a, a makeable field goal, even though it was the long. was low. But, right. It's long, but, but they could say, you know what? We don't want to risk a 57. Yeah. We're okay not risking a 57. You know what? That's all right. If time expires, time expires. If they're not going to call a timeout, and the, and the clock runs out, man, that's okay. Dude, you played 70 minutes and you, you get into the playoffs. Crazy. You, you, 
essentially win or draw, you're in. Win or draw, yeah. you're in. Win or draw, you're in. And you got a game next week, so I you know. ain't trying to like kill your guys. No, that's the other thing, right? Okay, try, again, nobody calls a timeout. Not, not on first down, not on second down. And as the clock ticks down, all of a sudden there's about 38 seconds left. They call a timeout. Like, what are you doing? Like, and it was just like, was that an accident? What's going on here, bro? And immediately after this timeout, look, Brandon Staley is talking about how he wanted to get their best grouping to stop the run. First of all, that grouping to stop the run sucked ass. Uh, yeah. Uh, they were stopping the run all night. We needed our premium one-back defense. Really? That's what you put in it? You called a timeout to put that shit show in there? Anyway, it felt like immediately after the Chargers called a timeout, the Raiders were like, oh, okay, that's how you want to go? They went Alex Trebek. Fuck them. Because yep. all of a sudden, man, like that run was productive. And I've seen, look, a lot of people have argued a lot of different ways. I'm telling you, I personally, watching that game in the moment, I think they were going risk averse. And their idea, they're, they basically settled on, you know what? A tie is a win. It's all yeah. right. You know, I mean, if, if, low, if we had low if, risk, low reward, yeah. they didn't want to get, turn the ball over. Yeah. You know, and, we're not going to do anything dumb. If we get good yardage on the ground, then we'll kick a field goal. And maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll kick a 55 or a 51 or a well, maybe we'll do that. But when Staley called the timeout, it feels like the Raiders were just like, uh, uh-huh, all right, we were, we were content to let this run out, but you know what? Fuck you, dude. And yep. then they came back, and that run, that Jacobs run had some pop on it. And I forget what he got, mm. eight yards, ten yards. I forget exactly what it was. Enough, enough to make that time. field goal easier. Well, it made the field goal a lot easier uh, for Carlson. I, I For the so, life of me, I don't understand why he called the timeout. Again, I go back to that Belichick, that Seattle Patriot, you know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. In that moment, when the clock was ticked down, let them suffer through the, the, the decision. Let them figure it out. You know what? Let them figure it out. And our it, guys are good. They, they, our, our guys are good because if, if Staley had said, you know what? We were ready, and if they decided to let the clock run out, that's on them. Part of my grievance is if you were going to call a timeout, why didn't you call a timeout earlier, fucker? Yeah, no shit. You know what I'm saying? If you Preserve that time on the clock. Right. If you're worried about the personnel grouping and all this other crap, why did you wait till 38 seconds were left? With like three seconds on the clock. Right? Stupid. Oh, I, wait, I just, our I premium like, defenders aren't in just yet, garbage. yet we're stopping them on the run. I mean, you, there's sideline footage where Justin Herbert turns around and looks at him, and I swear to God, it looks like he says, I've never wanted a tie so bad in my life. Maybe it's bad lip reading, but when you watch the clip of it, it sure as hell looks like that. Yeah, because he's like, we're in the playoffs, coach. Like, you just let that, you know, like. Like just the sports priest says, just let it go. Let it go. Put it on the Raiders. If the Raider, if the Raiders don't do it, that's on them. Because a tie is a win. A tie is a win for the Raiders. A tie is a win for you. And I know plenty of people said, well, the Raiders didn't want to have to play the Chiefs. 
you know what? Fuck the Chiefs. It's playoff football. You're it's playoff there, football, gonna, dude. And you beat them already. I mean, they you got. Know the, you can win. They got housed forty-eight to nine the last time. Well, that's because that's a, they fucked up on their own. They I know, did some I know, shit I know. That I know. I'm, came I, back I, to bit them. I understand. Came back to. Bit. I understand. But, but you, it, you split the series. Here, here's the thing: all these people talking about, well, they don't want to play the Chiefs. But you want to play the Bengals right now? You Fuck think the, no. You think the Bengals are a, a cakewalk? The way that Burrow and Chase and T Higgins, all that stuff is going. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Yo, Jamar, Look, just go deep. I got you. Yeah. Yo, you're in the I, playoffs. You so, got a shot. Like, I don't. I don't buy that argument. For the life of me, watching that game in the moment, I cannot figure out. It's one thing to argue analytics, but if you're going to argue analytics to me, they had multiple call, timeouts. Why call that timeout early. Call it early. Right? Call it early. Yeah. Ensure there's time left for you to at yeah. least make an attempt. Right. That does that that doesn't feel genuine to me. And, and the other thing, like if if we're thinking from the Raiders' point of view, like the, the interim coach, they like, eased up. You don't want to take a chance on that field goal getting blocked or return no. for a touchdown. I'm telling you, you watch the post game stuff. Passaccia just it just like yeah, we're talking about it. I'm telling like. It my no, they were honest, and I was shocked. Right. My gut says to me that did they want to win? Yes, but were they at peace with getting a tie? Yes, yes. because they were in either way. They're in either way. We didn't f it up. We understood the assignment. The, the Raiders did. The Raiders absolutely understood yeah. the assignment. Like, like I don't, I don't know if Staley thought he was outsmarting everybody. Premium defense, man. Fuck. F. Oh, um, what what is it with stealing these bonehead decisions? That's what I want to know. I, man, I, I, there are some people that I, I, look. This is an interpretation. Uh, I thought he's ha- he's handled a lot of stuff really well this year, as far as like press conferences and just answering questions. So kudos to him for that. But look, I'm not saying that analytics are bullshit. They matter, but there's a certain art to the moment, and this is where. Some of these old school coaches and old school baseball managers, you know, sometimes you have to appreciate the moment for what it is. Analytics give you context and information, but sometimes you got to go with the gut and the heart, yep, right? It, it's the whole idea of, hey, I have experience. I've been in these situations before. I feel the momentum is in our favor. Mm-hmm. All right, this is what we're going to call. Yep. Or, oh, shit, they're kicking our ass. Momentum is totally in their favor. This is what we need to do instead to at least minimize the damage. And these young coaches, you're right. They're using the analytics part of it and the numbers rather than actually feeling the game, feeling it where it's like, okay, this is how it feels to me. If they had like understood what the Raiders were doing that better, I think he'd have been like, all right, let's let the time run out. Let's see what happens. Put it on them. Put it on them. If the Raiders want to let the time run out, that's on them. Yep. Because you know what? A tie, in this case, a tie is a win. The and only the only flat-out loss is a loss. And that, yep. timeout, that timeout guaranteed that the Raiders were like, okay, bitch, let's go. Because it looked like Jacobs was like, you're number one, I'm coming at you. And, you know, like you were talking earlier about the Tampa Bay coach, man, you got to execute. Yeah. You, if you're yeah. not calling that timeout, you're saying, okay, execute your offense. We'll see what you got. I don't understand how it's an analytics argument when he made a shit 
fourth and one call at his own eighteen. What kind it, of anal? Who, who's giving? It, this? It's, it's not analytics. That 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 had to be a shit. We can get this yard. Well, and here's the thing. You know, you've been you've been running. Okay, maybe it wasn't analytics. I don't know. But I mean, you, you know, you've been running. All right. So on a fourth down, a fourth and short, you really have two choices. You can sit there and you can try the quarterback sneak, or you can do something like a play action off it, like just a little quick hitter to mm-hmm. somebody in the flats to get the first down rather than I'm just going to run it the same play I ran the last last damn down I did before that got us nothing yep. because the defense is going to be expecting that you have to understand play to that to those types of situations mm-hmm. and to me that situational awareness as a head coach if you're not going to play to that strength where you're like all right this is what they're expecting versus I think we we're going to we're going to do it regardless of them expecting this and that's exactly what Staley's doing He's like, we can get it regardless of the fact we know they're going to have a the, the line stack to defend the run. And yeah. that's that's just dumb thinking. You know, unless it's Tom Brady doing a fucking quarterback sneak there, you, you run play action. You run something that just throws the defense off. You don't just sit there and run the same damn plays you did before that got nothing. I mean, uh, Joe Judge approved that fail. He did. Like he did. He he said he, he may have actually called that play. Joe in, Judge says that's a great. They got time. it wrong. That's a great timeout. I mean, I, again, in the moment, watching that game, and I, Lord knows how many people have argued about this ending. And yes, the going forward on on fourth and one of your eighteen, bad decision. Uh, they had some other things in that game. The Jalen Richard play. Look, the Chargers run defense on the struggle bus for sure. Yeah, but was well, your premium package not on the field? Then? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Junior Seau is not walking through no, that door. No, Sorry, no. Rodney Harrison not walking through that door. Uh, Cam Spikes is not walking through that door. Um, it, it, but but watching that game in the moment, I I just my I, like that was a proverbial mind blown. Like, why are you calling this timeout, dude? You know, if if you wanted to conserve time, call it earlier. It's like a lot earlier. Yeah, I mean, if if you're dancing the dance again, I. Put it on. Put it on the Raiders. If Basaccia says, "You know what? I'm all right with the tie." Fucking take the tie. It's oh, a win. Shit. You're in the playoffs, dude. And Y'all, you get Justin Herbert in the playoffs, yeah, bro. Like it, that's it, it was an incredible that that game was very dramatic. It it was one of the most dramatic, you know, ends of the regular season ever. It took some other things kind of matriculating, you know, uh, to fruition along the way. Um, but, but it was, it was wild. That game was crazy compelling. A lot of swings in it. Max Crosby, by the way, God bless. Raise a glass to that dude. Mm. That Holy. dude went full on beast mode. Oh my God. I mean, he, he's like old school BCU. He was wreaking havoc. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm still, it's like, dude, can you, can you throw somebody to chip that dude? Can you help him out over there? <laughs> like I mean, help, he, help a brother out. He, he was wrecking shop, but I just, I don't know, man. Like, my gut said that timeout was a terrible decision in the moment. You can try to justify it however you want. Oh, we uh, all maybe, maybe the Raiders win anyway. Maybe they kick a field goal anyway. Um, but there's but, a big difference from like a 55 plus to 45 plus. You know? Yeah, it's, I mean, again, put it on them. Put it on them because if they decide that they're okay just milking clock and or maybe they take an E, maybe they just let it run out. I don't know. Who knows? But that timeout shifted the dynamics of the moment, and it just feels like a terrible read of the situation. Because that team, look, here's the thing. You can say to me, well, 
The Raiders wanted to win because they didn't want to play Kansas City. Fine. That's your argument? They weren't trying to – they were still playing, but they definitely had gone more conservative. To me, that says, you know what, if we get it, great. Again, I just think they were at peace saying, you know what, nothing stupid, nothing ridiculous. Let's not blow this. We'll run it out. They're not calling timeout. Oh, look, they're not calling timeout again. All right. I think we know what they're doing. And then Staley gets cute and calls a timeout, and then the Raiders are like, nope, fuck them. I mean, the timeout is just basically Staley going, do, do, I fucking dare you. Mm-hmm. And they did. The Raiders are like, all right. And they did. All right. You. Here we go. You know, we thought we thought you were everybody be cool. Everybody be in. It's all good. It's like Pulp Fiction, man. Are we going? I was going to say, are we going Pulp Fiction? <laughs> yeah, everybody be cool. It's a robbery or whatever. Everybody be cool. Except Staley was not cool. And, and, and you know, look, fun analytics are great, yay. Uh, but have a feeling for the moment. Have a have, have a gut feeling for the moment and what that meant. And, and look. That would have meant a lot to Herbert and that team to get in the playoffs. That yes. timeout, to me, that timeout robbed that team. It well. didn't. I'm not saying the timeouts why they lost, right? Maybe the Raiders win anyway. They might have. They might have elected to kick a field goal anyway, and, they and made it. Would have earned that field goal though. They would. If they kicked a 57 or 55 and made it, man, good on good on them. Excuse me. That's second Jack and Coke, man. Well. Three beers and two Jack and Cokes, man. I got, I got the hiccups now. But make the make the Raiders figure out what they want to do. That was a that was a strategic advantage. Yes, other mistakes were made in the game. Yes, the Raiders wanted to win. But if they go, eh, you know what? If time goes out, time goes out. No big deal. We're all right. Let them let them suffer that. He took it on himself, and it felt like that decision incentivize the Raiders to be more aggressive <clears throat> and it changed the script of the end. It just did. Uh, that's what it felt like in the moment. That's what it feels like. Every time I look back at it, it just, it, it feels like that timeout was the line of demarcation. And that was a choice. I believe he made the wrong one. Maybe they lose anyway, maybe, but it just, I don't know, man, something shifted. Once they called that timeout, it felt like the Raiders shifted and were just in FU mode. That's what it felt like. And Yeah, I don't think it was only you that thought that was the no, wrong call. No, terrible call. We can talk about the other mistakes that the, that the Chargers made. It's almost like the Raiders were going to bail them out of their own bad decisions. And, and we, it, somebody, I saw somebody jokingly say, well, you know, John Madden, you know, uh, encouraged him to call that timeout. <laughs> And I kind of chuckled, like, yeah, he okie doked him, bro. Now, here's a guy who just decided to call a timeout for now, no he, fucking now, reason here, at all. Here's a guy. Yeah, right. But it, I hated the timeout. Uh, you know, again, if you, wanted to, if you wanted to do that, do it earlier. If it's really yeah. about conserving time and you want the ball back, do it earlier. You want to get yeah, your you, premium. You stop, you, you, you stop it after. It's like, hey, it's yeah. second and nine. Timeout. Let's yeah. go. You want to you, you get your premium one back from defense in? Then do it. Do it. Even if you haven't been stopping them all fucking Do game it. long, why not? Yeah. But that was crap, man. That was crap. Uh, bad timeout, bad call. I hate the call. I hated it. hated it in the moment. I hate it now. And I think Staley overall has done a good job. But He needs to work on his situational awareness. There's definitely the situational football, situational awareness. 
And um, if you want to be cold and calculated, that's one thing. But there's trusting your gut and trusting yeah the the logistics of the from, game. From a feel standpoint, it just felt like a gigantic bag of fail buckets. And what the fuck are you doing? Hated I mean, it. Hated I'm, it. On the flip hated side, congrats to Derek Carr. Yeah, get on him. Playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. He gets to play this time around. Yeah, exactly. Good on him. So, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, we need to wrap up and get out of here. So, I guess we're going to run out of time for calling shots and some other stuff. We can probably do a couple of quick rounds of it. But we do need to... Um, so you guys want to head on the CFP real yeah, quick? Yeah, let, let's let's wrap up. Does anybody else have any other thoughts as far as Chargers Raiders? Um, not really. I think we've pretty much hit it all. You know, dumbass call. It shouldn't have happened. Maybe he'll learn from it next year. We'll see. But, I mean, how many opportunities, though, in that division is he really going to get? I don't know. Get, you know. Just saying, like, with that, with what Herbert did in that game, just to put them in that position, just to even have the opportunity, and you call the timeout, like. How, how clutch he was. And that, that t- dude, the touchdown. I mean, so to tie many clutch throws. So many, like, t- just, I, I just, I feel for Herbert because he did everything not just like beyond humanly possible to give his team a chance i knew the kid had a cannon but damn (laughs) that touchdown and and your coach calls quite possibly the dumbest timeout in the history of sports right Lack of experience. I mean, lack maybe of, look, look, Chris Weber thought that was a bad time. I, out. I was going to say maybe Chris <laughs> Weber has the worst, but like that the the Brandon Staley timeout may have to be the second worst timeout. Like I, I think said, I've ever seen in my shit lifetime. Timeout. Shit timeout. We've seen this with the young coaches in general. It's a lack. It's more of, of relying on the logistics that they're seeing in the in the numbers over trusting their <clears> own gut. In the situation, that's you and know. trust, like trust your guys, like keep that clock going. Like the clock at that point is your friend; it's not your enemy. They were stopping the run. They gave the dude a breather. He made him pay. That's really the yes. best way you can look at it. Yeah, I, I just, I just don't think the Raiders were being that aggressive. They, they weren't. weren't. You know, they weren't. I, they I, were I fine. Just, I, they I, they the knew coach. they were making the playoffs either way. Yeah, they got cute. They got cute. I don't know. It, it just feels like that would. At the moment it happened, it just felt like a mistake. And some of it's revisionist because you're looking back on the outcome of the game. But in the moment, I would have put the weight of that decision. I would have been like, you know, I'm not going to call a timeout. Let's see what you now, do. I trust my guys to do the right thing. Trust oh, my guys. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to put the weight of that decision on Basachi and yep. the Raiders. And if they fuck it up, then that's on them. And by the way, congrats to him for being the first interim coach to ever lead his team to a playoffs. Most definitely. You know, in the modern era, it has happened before, but you got to go way old school. All right, we'll go modern era. Then. Yeah. Still, that that's big time. I mean, you're talking well, post-merger, post-merger, because the last time was 1961. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, with what that franchise has been through with Gruden and Ruggs, Ruggs I mean, and the, honestly, for a lot of teams, that could have really derailed their season. And it, these guys fought to mm-hmm. get to where they are now. And that dude, that that, that says look, a lot about the character. Look, of that team. I, I'm I'm actually kind of leaning Vegas against the Bengals on uh, this weekend. Well, so. look, if the spirit of John Madden is in play, just saying, 
Uh, R.I.P. Madden. I know. That's for sure. Uh, look, the Raiders got bushwhacked 48-9 to by the Chiefs, but then they beat the Browns, they beat the Colts, mm-hmm. and they beat the Chargers. And however you feel about those teams, just understand that all of those teams were in the mix for the playoffs when the Raiders played them. Okay? Yeah. So uh, one of those things that separates out, that look, here's the thing. To win, you got to get hot at the right time. You got to get a couple of bounces. Yep, and th- some things got to break your way. Do you have to have to have you got to have some skill and execute? Hell yeah, you do. But some things have to break your way. Well, the Raiders, for all the stuff that didn't break their way in the season, they had some stuff break their way at the end. So uh, I don't know how good they are, but they have a. We talk about stories, right? And once you're past fandom, what? To me, what happens is that, yeah, you want your you want your team that you root for to do well. Of course you do. But you also want a good, compelling story. You you know what I mean? Like, yep. and you can appreciate even if it's not your team, you can appreciate a hell of an effort, a hell of a run, um, and a team rising up and getting things done. You can just appreciate it. Do you want it to be your team? Of course you do. But if it's not going to be your team, give me something that feels incredible. You know? And uh, the the end of the season felt incredible from the Raiders. I don't know how much gas they have in their tank. Um, I don't know, you know, if the spirit of John Madden might throw a couple of assists at him. Who knows? But good on Passaccia. It's a hell of a job. Hell of a job. I think Staley made a mistake. And I hope that that doesn't cause a lot of bitterness in that locker room because that team deserved to be like that game felt like both teams deserved to be in. Oh, most definitely. And to me, it feels like Staley misplayed his hand and this got bit in the ass. So, and I mean, for the Raiders, if this doesn't earn that dude a shot at being the next head coach permanently, I mean, the way he's terrible. coached that team, I know. he deserves a shot at being that head coach permanently yeah yeah I, I think he'll get a crack at it but uh, they might be in love with Harbaugh or whoever else is next who knows yeah I know um, but, uh, but good bummer. on him I you know the, the Raiders are tough I mean you think of all the BS that's happened to them mm-hmm. uh, they obviously had a really tough stretch to the middle of the season but they climbed out of that hole and you know a and, lot they have of, win- and they have wins over quality teams they do beating the Chiefs they do they- They've beaten the Cowboys. It's like they, they've beaten all these teams that are playoff teams yeah. and playoff bound. And yeah, and and may, maybe the Chiefs are their bugaboo. All right, look, let's wrap up and uh, uh, some kudos to Georgia, Shannon, Mister College Football. Um, just a quick thought because it's late enough. We're not going to do a deep dive into this one. We can always revisit it later. But Georgia, you know, I kind of chuckled to myself. Uh, we were talking about it last week, and I was like, man, Georgia Georgia feels like the better team, but I got to go with the better quarterback, right? So right. I, I took Alabama. And uh, Georgia, there was a lot of struggle bus moments in that game for both teams. But Georgia's defense did a hell of a job. Uh, obviously not having, you know, Alabama losing their, their top two wide receivers, one in the SEC championship game, one in the course of this game. Yeah, Jamison Williams. Yeah, I, I mean, it hurt them. You know, it oh it 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 it, 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 it in no pun intended it changed the tie of the game. It slowed yeah. their offense to a crawl. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it, 
yeah, I mean that that's a that's a bitter loss. Met, you know, Mechie was bad enough. Yeah, but losing I, Williams too, it's brutal. You're you're talking the early mid second quarter. Mm-hmm. The kid had four targets, after, four receptions after bringing six, in a clutch ass big time throw. Yes, and then go and then going down four for sixty five, and they hadn't hit halftime yet. So he he was on his way to having a huge yeah. game. And just the way he went down, you you like you just knew he was done for the rest of the day. Yeah. I mean, he tried to do a turn, and you saw his knee buckle. You're like, oh shit! Yeah, and you could hear the crowd going, oh no. Yeah. And look, man, like the the Mechie and Williams are going to be dynamite receivers in the league. They're going to be Sunday players, baby. They they are Sunday players, and they're going to be elite. I think George's weakness on defense this year was that secondary, and it's not really much of a weakness unless if you have elite talent at the receiver position, which Alabama did. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you lost those two top threats, George's front seven all time can it, it is. They looked so fast, dude. It, it's up there. It, it's it's one they of the top so ten college defenses of all time. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt there. I you can make maybe make the argument top five, but top ten easily as one of the best. That that front seven's getting drafted. All of them in the first, second, maybe third round, but I would say most are first and second rounders. And bro, I mean, I, look, I, I, all I'm saying is, is, look, I said I don't have a lot of football empathy. And look, it's Nick Saban, it's Alabama. They've won a ton. But talking about losing those two wide receivers, I don't believe is making an excuse. Because look, football sometimes it's a war of attrition. Yeah, you know, and 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 Georgia went through some uh, went through some crap too. But well, yeah. lo- losing those two wide receivers clearly significantly hurt Alabama and, and Young. But there's a song that feels like the perfect tribute for any, for an, any Alabama fan. You know, talking about this, this is probably exactly how Georgia fans feel. And I can relate to their attitude too in the word Dilly Gap. That's spelled D-I-L-L-I-G-A-M. Yeah, if you need some help, D-I, I look, Georgia fans, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> D-I-L-L-I-G-A-F. Dilly Gaff. Who was it that really needed help spelling? I think Steve Spur- was it was it Free Shoes University? Was that Steve Spurrier? Yep. <laughs> who, who who did Spurrier say needed a library or it had the coloring <laughs> books? Who was that? That was Steve Spurrier giving somebody crap. Was that Steve Spurrier hating on Alabama? I think so. Or Auburn? Was it Auburn? Yeah, that, somebody. That, yeah. Either that way. sounds like a Spurrier quote. That was it is that, a Spurrier quote. That, that, that it is. It is fantastic. But Dillagaff. You know, this is, I'm sure George was like listening, all the, all, all the Alabama fans, blah, 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 talking about people. This is how uh, Georgia fans felt. And it means, do I look like I give a fuck, Dilly Gap? <laughs> Am I being direct enough, Dilly Gap? Just another way of saying I couldn't give a fucking rat's ass, mate. Do I look like I give a fuck? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that about sums it up. Well, that that that's a keeper on the uh, sports brew. Yes. Do I look like I give a fuck? Did a gaff. There Dilly it is. Gaff. 
Do it again. Oh my god. Winfield's awake. I know. I thought yeah, we. I thought for some reason in my head, I, I want to believe that somewhere along the line, I had broken out that song before. No, it's the first time I, I've heard I, it. That's the first really? time for me. How? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I imagine. Maybe I meant to use that song for something, and then we got drunk and I forgot about it. But I that found it again. Good, good chance of that. I found that it again. I was chance. like, I was like, oh, this is this is perfect. <laughs> so you're I, telling me there's a chance? Yeah, so I'm telling you there's a chance. So, uh, uh, yeah, from, uh, what, from what little I watched of that game, it felt like Bama really was relying on the one receiver. Like they had their game plan was basically as long as he's good, we're good. And then when he went down, that offense just just turned to just nothing. It, it didn't really do much of anything after I mean, that. They hit a couple big shots. Uh, they did. You know, they brought a couple five stars off the bench. You know, it's Alabama, whatever. Yeah, well, of yeah, course, because yeah. they're loaded with them. But it's just the idea that it felt like that the momentum, any momentum they could have had. Oh yeah, was gone. I mean, and that that well, Georgia defense. I was just like, holy shit, that, these guys are like, yeah, ridiculously that, that, fast. That Georgia defense was fucking fired up, and they that D line looked fast as shit, dude. Dude, let me Ooh. tell you something. Like, if if you're needing help on the D line, like that kid Jordan Davis, man, mm-hmm. that's the next Calais Campbell right there. Because he's like six eight, six nine, just just faster and stronger. So uh, uh, look, uh, one of the wide receivers that had a crack at it was Hall, and I mean Young hit that dude, man. That, that ball, he threw a ball right. I mean, it was in that guy's mitts. Couldn't bring it in, and that was a shoulda, coulda, woulda been touchdown. Like yeah. if, if ifs and buts for candy nuts, <laughs> kind if of deal. You, as a receiver, you get your hands on the ball, you catch the. It was there, thing. dude. You know? It was yeah. there. It was there. That wasn't a bad throw. That was there for him to make that catch, and he didn't do it. You know, that was, uh, it's a big moment, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you're you're not used to being in, and no, I'm not trying to make excuses for the kid. No, no, but, no. You know, I mean, like in the I, end, it, this game just felt like a game of adjustments because you shit. look at the first, the first half versus the second half. The first half was just both teams almost like they were just trying to feel each other out, yeah. and then the second half is when those adjustments were made. And that's when Georgia just took over. Now, Shannon, correct me if I'm wrong, but after uh, after Hall dropped the woulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda uh, touchdown, or at least a play that would have got him right down there, the red, you know, near the goal line, uh, was that when Georgia blocked that field goal? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm a little fuzzy on that one. Uh, that might just be the booze talking, but um, either way. Uh, look, yeah, the game got nutty in the fourth quarter, man. Um, it was 9-6 in the third, and then Georgia's uh, uh, running back Cook popped off on a 67-yard run, and then uh, Georgia finished it off with a goal line touchdown run to make it 13-9. and and longest then, run of the season against that Alabama defense. Yeah, and I, I think that was also the longest run ever in a CFP game. That sounds about championship I mean, 60, game. Championship game. Sixty-seven yards yeah. is that's about right. Pretty beast. But I, I think when we talk about stories, and look, I didn't expect. I thought Georgia had a shot at them, but I went with the better quarterback, not the better team. I went. I went with the better quarterback. And look, Stetson Bennett. He's gotten a lot of hate and a lot of flack. But if if you ever pull for an underdog. If you ever yeah. pull for the upset, right? If you ever feel in Hoosiers, um, ever watched Rudy, right? You have to appreciate 
Stetson Bennett's path to get to this point. Yep. To go to Georgia, to then be a, you know, to transfer out and then come back <laughs> to essentially be under assault all the time on the quarterback death chart. To have some of the mistakes they made in that game. And don't forget, in the fourth quarter, Homeboy tried to throw it away. Yep. And he ended up fumbling. And Alabama recovered it with the most casual sideline recovery I've ever seen in my life. It <laughs> was ridiculous. Dude was like, all right, fine. It's right here in front of my face. Let me go ahead and just grab this thing. Let me just a little toe drag swag yeah, yeah, why not? here. And, what the uh, hell? Um, what the hell? I mean, he was 13-22 with no touchdowns and one loss fumble at that point. It was a 13-12 Georgia lead. And, you know, Alabama, you know, of course, Young fired off a touchdown. It was 18 to 13 after a missed two point conversion. But after that point, Bennett played like his hair was on fire. You know, they were down 18 13. Bennett clutched up, second and 18. Alabama jumped off sides. Bennett fired off that 40 yard deep ball to Mitchell. But great throw, by the way. Great play. Oh, yeah. Great Free throw. Play great and, catch. Uh, you know, and that was the. Uh, the that Alabama defender was a backup because uh, he, he was there with them. That wasn't even a bad defensive play. That was an incre- that was an incredible. It was throw. just a better offense. Yes, yeah, that that was a that was an incredible catch and giving your uh, star receiver a chance to make a yeah. play. You know, yeah, he did, he did, he did. Uh, and then, I mean, you have to give credit where credit is due, and that's to Georgia. Yeah, taking advantage of some mistakes. Stetson Bennett going absolutely nuts. Post-fumble, playing his ass off. Yeah, his that, last two passes were touchdowns. Yeah. And then uh, you get what, the picks. What is it that he said after that fumble? He didn't want to be the reason they lost? He wasn't. Nope. Mm-mm. Nah, and I, I think I think Georgia's offense uh, a coordinator just said, you know what, F it, if we're losing – we're losing on your arm. Did he go sexy Rexy if it were going deep? Yep. How about that? Because I think the next like three plays were all passes on that drive. There may have been run mixed in there, but I mean he had that first pass and then and then of course the free play, which was just smart because he said he literally went sexy Rexy on that yeah. one. Nope, throw it up there. He said, Oh, free play, F it, let's, let's go. go deep. Let's go. And just to have the opportunity, you know, Georgia's D held out, stopped Alabama again, and then um, it looked like maybe Alabama was go- was going to hold him. Third and one, Bennett flipped one to Brock Bowers. He took off for the touchdown. It's twenty six to eighteen, but a little over a minute. Alabama's driving, man, and Young fired off just an underthrown ball. Gets picked off by Ringo, and he hauls off. It's a seventy nine yard pick six. That's not dagger. I mean, that was a backbreaker, right? Yeah. That that that's an absolute fu of a play. And it was fitting that you know in the first game of the season, Georgia's defense got a pick six to seal that win against Clemson, and then they sealed the national championship mm-hmm. with a pick six versus yep. Alabama. And they kept them under twenty. You know, and look, if you look at the season for Georgia. The outlier for the entire season was that SEC championship yep. where they got torched. And for the rest of the season, the, the rest of their opponents were under 20 points. Yeah. 
15 games, 14 of them were under 20. I I just think at the end of the day, if you appreciate underdog stories and, and just, this was a game, this was an outcome that you're talking about, like, it feels like a movie for Stetson Bennett, right? Yeah. It almost just seemed like in the moment, too many mistakes, that turnover was going to be the death knell. But it wasn't. And then he made lots of incredible throws, lots of baller-ass plays, and Georgia got it done. I didn't pick them, but that was the best story. And I'm not an Alabama hater. I know there's plenty of people that do hate Nick Saban, do hate Alabama. I don't hate them. They've won plenty. I I don't need to be like, oh, poor Alabama didn't get it done. I'm not saying that. I loved how gracious, by the way, Saban was in the post game with Kirby Smart. You know and, why he was gracious? Well, I, that seemed to be a lot of deference, you know, to Kirby. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was on staff with him. Uh, for the, he, Saban has called Kirby Smart the best assistant he's ever had, mm-hmm. and, and Kirby was very loyal to him for a number of years mm-hmm. until Kirby's alma mater called. Now, yep. with that being said. Saban was humble because he's got Bryce Young coming back next year. Yep. He's got Will Anderson on that line who was wreaking havoc all night. Yeah. He's going to be a top five pick. He's coming back next year. Those receivers will go through their offseason rehab. They'll be back. Nick Saban's going to be just Saban, fine. I Saban imagine will be just fine. Alabama, I, if they're not, that they will be in the CFP, probably the championship game again next year. And, you can't help but feel good for Kirby Smart because he's no. been there so you many You got to feel great for Kirby Smart in Georgia. I mean, uh, last time was what? Herschel Walker? I mean, yes, you're, 1980. You're, yeah, the I mean, year I was born. Yeah, you're, you're doing a 41 year rewind, bro. I mean, you know, it was, it was funny. I was listening to David Pollock, who played for the University of Georgia back in the day, and he was saying that he was walking up and down the stands and he saw people, six out of 10 people had tears in their eyes. Because they were just so happy to mm-hmm. finally, you know, win another yeah. national championship after so long. Well, and, I tell you what, Young and those other Alabama players that are back next year, they're going to remember this L. They're going to be hungry. Bro. And you need that. You need that. Because look, man, Kirby Smart, Georgia, they were hungry. Very hungry. Yeah, fine. It was fortunate that Alabama was a walk was the was the walking wounded losing Mechie losing Williams fine man that's football though everybody's yep. got something to overcome that's part of the deal with football and Alabama still had a great shot to finish that off and kind of fucked it up right yeah, got, got a little tried to push it too much and yeah. uh, you know I, I thought I thought but it's tough though against that defense because you I have know. to be patient I know. I know. And if you try to force it, they'll eat you alive. And they did. They did. Got him. Yep. Got him. Got him a couple of times. I, I love seeing. I loved all the memes. People were, were laughing about uh, when uh, Ringo got that pick and was hauling off, and Kirby Smart wanted to go down. Like, like go down, just go down, dude. Go down, nah, bro. Run that fucker back, man. Yep. Um, that was great. But just the ups that Kirby Smart had. People were like, "Man, somebody get somebody get the the, the measuring stick out. What kind of vert does Kirby Smart have?" <laughs> that was great. But yeah, that guy ran up and down the sidelines. Um, I, I this is one of those things where 
you know, again, I'm not anti-Alabama, anti-Nick Saban, but they've won plenty, you know, and they'll be back next year. Uh, I, I think the most compelling story, the most interesting story is Kirby Smart, Georgia, and Stenson Bennett getting it done. His background from a walk-on to leaving to coming back to all the struggling early in that game, them getting their asses handed to them by Alabama repeatedly, losing the SEC championship game, to go in and get this done and to win this thing, incredible. Again, I'm I'm glad that uh, Saban was so gracious talking about Kirby and talking about Georgia. Uh, Look, you know Saban wasn't happy to lose. You know that. But you can be proud of, you know, a former assistant and what they got done. And yeah, I think you worked I, I th- number of years with. Yeah, I think Saban was genuinely happy for Kirby. Yes. N- obviously, not happy that he lost, but genuinely happy for Kirby Smart for how they built that team, how hard they've worked, and the kind of caliber of person and coach he is. To get that W is huge, and I think Saban can appreciate that. And it probably is less painful being to somebody that you care about, have a good relationship, uh, et cetera. Not that he likes losing. You know he doesn't. No. It's not why he does what he does. But I, I appreciate them handling it and Saban speaking about things the way that he did. Because uh, that puts some respect and some dap um, on Kirby Smart in Georgia that they deserve. And, and quite frankly, they earned. They earned. So, but yeah, I, I I think the last time I heard a, a pre-ranking for next year, Alabama was one and Georgia was three. I mean. Sounds about right. Probably yeah. Ohio State too. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. But uh, yeah. anyway, all right. Let's get some wrap-up thoughts. Get out of here so we can go to bed. Randy, you got any kind of peace out of clock thoughts? Um, I mean, even though I didn't watch all the game, obviously I'll give my kudos to Georgia for just, you know, doing what we – figured they would do in terms mm-hmm. of just playing hard on defense and just making, you know, as few mistakes as possible to win the national title. Yep. Um, obviously, uh, we know both teams will be back at it next year because they're just that that's the SEC for you. That that's big boy football, as we call it. So we know that's they'll just be back and potentially in the playoffs again, like they were last, this, this past season. Um, as far as NFL goes, um, I'm excited for this weekend. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, playoff football on a Monday night this year, <laughs> uh, for, which is a new one for me because I always thought I was done with Monday night football, but I guess I'm not, at least not nope. for this week anyway. Um, obviously, go Niners. Uh, as long as, like I said, we play our football, we you know just run the ball, play good defense, we should be – we have a good chance of winning. Um, beyond that, we'll see. Um It'll be interesting to see how uh, Tampa responds to Philly's running, mm-hmm. running attack. Uh, obviously, Green Bay, lucky enough, they get to just kind of sit around and be like, <laughs> you guys can kill each other to face us. Good <laughs> luck. Uh, Cardinals, Rams 3. That should be always entertaining since it's a division matchup. Yep. Uh, as far as the AFC goes, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what, uh, you know, if Kansas City can keep going or – if uh, the Madden curse finally strikes them during the playoffs. Well, let the Madden curse strike Jackson Mahomes. It's going to take anybody out. Take that fucker out, would you? You know, I'm please, starting to think. Pretty please. I'm starting to think that Brittany, that Brittany and uh, Jackson Mahomes there are, they are the Madden curse this year. They might for be. Poor Patrick. It might be. Might be. Because she obviously clearly doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, she does not. <laughs> but other than that, hey. It's, fo- it, it's playoff football. It's so amazing we're here so quickly. I know. 
Um, it's as exciting as it is. It's also a bummer at the same time. But let's fucking bag. go. Let's do this. Let's let's get into the playoffs and really into the Super Bowl, man. This is oh my god, Super Bowl and the Olympics are happening at the same time. That Isn't is that? fucking crazy. Wow, uh, Shannon, I believe you had a shout out. John Lester, happy retirement. Uh, <laughs> he played for the Cubs and the Red Sox won World Series for both teams. Uh, enjoy your retirement, dude. There yeah. you go. And, Fair enough. Um, I will quickly go over my picks for this weekend. Do it. Take, I'm going to actually take the Raiders to beat the Bengals. Hmm. Interesting um, pick. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're on one of those rolls right now that it, it, it feels like the Giants from back in the day when they were the sixth seed. It's possible. Yeah. I'm sorry, Lindy, but I'm going to take Buffalo to beat the Patriots. I, I think Mac Jones, he's just not quite ready yet. Yet. Next year, look out. Of course, I'm going to take Brady and the Bucks to beat the Eagles. I, I think they pull away late to cover that spread. It's eight and a half. I, that's how I, you know, had kids, dude. I pulled away too late. That's <laughs> so I, I understand. <laughs> Philip Rivers also understood that assignment. Uh, yes, yes, he does. I don't even think Philip Rivers tried to pull. Out. Let's be honest. <laughs> that, that's a true story. You We'll do it live. Let's go. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to take San Francisco to beat Dallas. My man. Um, now, l- largest spread of the weekend, Pittsburgh at Kansas City at 12 and a half. I will say this. Can- uh, I-, I like Pittsburgh to cover, mm-hmm. but I'm going to take Kansas City to win the game outright and what will end up being Ben's retirement game. But... Kansas City's already trying to do these Ben's retirement party memes and things like that. That usually do doesn't not, end well for people. Do not tempt the football gods. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do go it. There. Don't do it. Don't, don't go there with me. And don't go there look, with me. Look, Philip Rivers and his wife had a dedication to Bob Saget. You know they got a full house. Bruh. Bruh. They got a couple of full houses. <laughs> True story. All right, all right. Uh, and I will take the Cardinals to cover that four points, but mm. I think the Rams ultimately win that game. So. All right, fair. Uh, you know what? I like the John Madden story, so uh, I, realistically, I think the Bengals should win that game. But I'm going right. to pull for the Raiders. I, I want John Madden to, to live on a little bit longer. I like the Patriots fine, but it, it just feels like the Bills are playing pissed. And the weather might be such a shit show that it changes the, the dynamic of that. But uh, my lean is to take the Bills. I think it's a more compelling story right now. So I'm going to take Buffalo. Uh, give me the Bucks. Fuck the Eagles. Uh, look, I'm a, and if, I mean, I'm a Washington fan, man. Fuck y'all, Philly. Um, go eat some horse shit. And they will. And it's something they're good at, so yeah. why not? Look, fall off the stadium, bad railing, go eat some horse poop. Uh no, uh, re- uh look, I think the Eagles are going to I think the Eagles are going to give them a good game. All kidding aside, I think the Eagles should and could give them a very good game. Uh but yeah, it's TB12 dude in the playoffs. Give me the Bucks. Cowboys are a little bit I, I don't know, man. I'm just not convinced that they can beat a good team and I think the 49ers uh I th- I think the 49ers are good. I think you, you get just a flexible offense. 
play calling, some attitude that the Cowboys, I, I just don't know that the Cowboys have enough to deal with them. Now, maybe if they're front runner fun and the, and the, and the 49ers make a couple of mistakes early, maybe. But I think if, it, if, if this is a tough grinder game, man, I give the edge to San, to San Francisco, dude. And, and even if the Cowboys get up, I just don't think the 49ers are going to roll over and peace out. So uh, Cowboys got to play a complete, full, absolute game. Micah Parsons better be all over Jimmy G like that cheap porn star was the other year. <laughs> Micah Parsons better be all over that dude. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but but I'm going to take the 49ers, man. I, I think the 49ers have it in them to knock them, knock them off, knock them out of there. Um, Chiefs, realistically, it should be Kansas City. Um, I will say that I, I think it would be great if Big Ben and the Steelers won this one. Particularly getting crapped on and insulted by the fan base with the retirement party, I think would be extra, extra juicy and extra funny. So I'm going to pull for the Steelers. I think the Chiefs win, but I'm going to pull for the Steelers. And I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and take them just to do it. Uh, it's probably the Chiefs, but just for funsies, uh, go Pittsburgh. Uh, as far as the Cardinals and the Rams, I don't trust Arizona. I don't trust the Rams either. I don't. Uh, but unless, uh, you know, unless Watt's going to show up and, and just be wreaking havoc. The only thing I will say I'm a little bit worried about is if is Stafford's injury status. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we not know about him? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a little bit worried about that. If Stafford is is legit okay, this is a huge prove-it game for him. They need to win. The Rams need to win. Would the Cardinals love to win? Of course they would. But I think the baggage of Stafford past says the Rams need to win. Uh, And they better get it done. So I'm going to take the Rams... Um, I don't particularly care about either one of these teams, but I'm going to take the Rams because I think Stafford needs to stamp a little bit of legacy up in this uh, up in this bitch at this point. So, bro, you better show up. If Jackson Mahomes can show up every fucking week, so can you, Matt Stafford. Get it done. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> no TikTok dances, though. Anyway. No. So oh, that's hell that. no. No, none of that. F-O-H. Come on, Roger Goodell, throw, throw that guy out of there, man. Throw him out of there. Anyway, look, from all of us to all of you, thanks for putting up with our crap, listening and having a little bit of fun. We are the Sports Brew, keywords of sports and brew. As always, you know we love the tasty beverages, the good times, the shenanigans, the laughs. Uh, have a great weekend with, with football. Enjoy all the wild card games. I hope we get some wonderful football. If a taste of the playoffs is what the Chargers and the Raiders gave us, we're in for a hell of a run. So enjoy it. But anyway, from all of us to all of you, uh, appreciate everything. Oh, you know what? I had one thing for y'all. I'm going to send it to you now. Okay. We're going to wrap up with this. There's a meme I was scrolling around. Yeah. Uh, It said, when self-driving cars become mainstream, old people will occasionally just arrive at their destinations. Except the problem is if it's a self-driving car and it's an old person, then maybe you get dead old people so it was like i sent a team chat it's like i can't wait till grandma gets here so they have this they have this thing with like i can't wait till grandma gets here oh her car just pulled up because ah! all the <laughs> grandma's dead up in the car dude self-driving car delivers dead grandma to your house that would suck dude can just you imagine that's just messed up a little bit that's messed up so I hope that the Dallas Cowboys season is the dead grandma of, 
of the of the postseason. Fuck the Cowboys. I'm all for that. I'm just kidding. That's cold, man. That's messed up. Oh, yeah, but Lord. you're a Washington fan, so it makes sense. I know. I, I got I got to throw a little crap out there just for fun. Um, uh, you know, it it to me it's a, it's a prove it thing for Dallas too, uh, for Dallas and Dak and for what this team is. Micah Parsons is incredible. Um, should be defensive, you know, a defensive rookie of the year by to me by far. Um, it's just a hell of a job. But this is a real big statement game for Dallas because I, I just I don't trust them. Uh, the 49ers are a real litmus test for how good they really are when the games matter the most. So I'm taking the 49ers, but this is a litmus test for Dallas, man. If, if y'all are legitimately a Super Bowl team, like a true contender, you better handle the 49ers, man. So, cause I think the 49ers are ready to, ready to handle y'all. So show up. But anyway, from all of us, to all of you enjoy the weekend, enjoy the football. We'll catch you next week. And as always... Good night now. Late. All right, Peace. later, peeps. Go get some rest, friends. Night. Later, bro. Night, bros. We still did almost three hours. It's like it's it just always happens. Anyway, here's but, my shocked face. Yeah, I know. Ah, I I can't refill my drinks, but I'm gonna have to drink some more water. There you go. There All it right, is. Boys. All right, good we'll night, see man. You later. Get some rest. Night, fellas. Later, friends. Good night. See ya. Peace out. <laughs>